Greetings, and welcome to A Peak Beneath the Veil, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons homebrew campaign courtesy of Tabletop Notch. My companions will tell you that I, Erland Loftefell, have been known to bend the truth, but trust me when I say that A Peak Beneath the Veil goes live every Sunday at 7pm Eastern at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. Previously aired episodes can be found on both our Twitch and YouTube channels. You can also catch every episode right here in podcast form every Tuesday. Come with me now to anti-sue you for the next chapter of A Peak Beneath the Veil. In Chapter 92, Deep Pockets, Graven stepped aboard the Semicha with great apprehension, not knowing how his presence would be received, or if he'd get any of the information he'd he'd been desperately seeking for regarding his family or the Chimera in Finlock Forest. As it turned out, Bourage had not led Graven astray, and Villapont Willoughby's intel was sound. Not only was Pockets an operative emissary, he'd specifically facilitated the transaction between Sangrila and the Shade Assembly, whereupon they agreed to keep the three-headed monstrosity in holding for an unspecified amount of time. It became clear that somehow Sangrila was cognizant of Kuzni's final request, and that she hoped by corralling the beast she'd be giving Graven a fighting chance at fulfilling his obligations. Housing a chimera, however, came at an exorbitant monetary cost, a debt that Sangrila, Bouraj, and others had done their best to curtail over the, over the years, but was now overdue, putting the creature's continued imprisonment at risk. All of this was good to know, but Pocket saved his biggest revelation for last, that he was, in fact, married to Sangrila, and that he'd promised to sneak Graven into the Shade Assembly for no other reason than love for his wife, who he hoped to free from a lifelong obsession with locating her lost brother. Because of his concurrent commitment aboard the Favor Ferry, Pockets wouldn't be able to escort us for another two weeks, which would hopefully give us enough time to complete Cliff Ironcloud's quest in the Ropper Mountains and gain some much-needed experience fighting with some of the new abilities we'd acquired during our stay in Navigapura. Speaking of new abilities, Safira narrowly avoided an awkward conversation in Naupa on her way to Sarandero's training grounds, where she hoped to get another shot at transferring the spirits to her preferred weapon. After a brief discussion about Vane Mohawker's departure from the accelerated program, Sarn led us down to his indoor pool, where we began a modified version of the same spectral vision from before. Funny because sexy? Is that what I'm Hey, come on down to my indoor pool. (laughs) (laughs) But Sarn, you don't have a pool. (laughs) (laughs) This time, with improved clarity and better control over her protective sphere, Saphira danced her wolf spirit between the shadows, using stealth when she could, and turning to warding beams from her bow when her enemies closed in around her. Just as the sphere was flickering out of existence, Saphira arrived at her destination and spoke the elven prayer that allowed the spirits to bridge the gap between her chosen weapons. Back at battle ready, Saphira marveled at the new markings that had appeared on the wood and said goodbye for now to an almost giddy Sarandero, who still had more to teach if we could spare the time to learn. Well, 
Whether we'd have that luxury was up for debate, no. however, as there was plenty left to do, including figuring out how to approach the Marvin Bishop situation. In Nagarwis, Erland used the mail house to dispatch a note with a time and place to meet, then hightailed it to the rundown neighborhood of Lapatro, where he hoped to talk reason into his newfound nemesis, Shikar. <laughs> As with his booby-trapped parcel, however, Shikar was not physically present, and had paid off a few desperate individuals to stage an ambush, involving some hot oil poured from top the roofs. <laughs> Erlen stuck around long past his welcome to try and get a message to Shikar, but the citizens of Lapatro had nothing to offer except threatening words and leering glances, making the situation precarious enough that a prompt exit into the river seemed like the best course oh of action. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> fucking river, dude. <laughs> With all of the action happening in Naupa, it was a refreshing afternoon rise at all hands on deck for Orba, who poked around the bar with Graven after he'd returned from the tall ports. In addition to some lucrative gambling with the local longshoremen, we acquired some micrawl from Hatchet and reconnected with the advocates, who generously provided a stipend for supplies. Things were starting to come together for our trip north, and as Finlock Forest and the Shade Assembly suddenly seemed within our grasp, we asked ourselves, what were the most important items to stock up on for our excursion into the harsh environment of the Rapa Mountains? Were Safira and Erland about to cross paths soaking wet for entirely different reasons? <laughs> That's right. And which would prove oh, yeah. to be the more difficult task? Acquiring vials of myconid extract or taking it in the heat of combat without Safira and Erland noticing? Yeah, come on. Don't even try. Oh, we will. <laughs> no! We find out now. <laughs> on chapter 93 oh, of A Peak Beneath the Veil. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. A dip into the cool <laughs> waters of the Navika River idiot. would be almost refreshing, if not for the cloak bogging you down like a soft anchor and the small barrage of rocks being tossed in after you by the bedraggled <laughs> citizens of Lepatro that flock to the bank. The current pulls you east, and that, along with a few measured strokes, takes you quickly away from the crowded streets of Naupa's poorest district. In what is a surprisingly sharp contrast to the area you just left, a tall, newly constructed fence separates Lepatro from a manicured lawn, with laborers telling, tending to the gardens, and a few wandering guards that keep watch along the perimeter of the property. So if you look, uh, if you look at your map, mm -hmm. of, uh, you can see that large open area that has sort of the one house. So you're... Uh, let me actually get... Uh, <clears throat> I think you shouted, you've made a big mistake, and then jumped into a river and had pebbles thrown yeah, sure at you. It's fine. Just, just right fine. Yeah, so you jumped down <laughs> around, <laughs> around <laughs> here into the water, and now you floated down. So this big estate that you're seeing is over here, this sort of large open area. Okay, that, the Steederway entrance is right there. The Steederway yeah. is that, that uh, gray stone structure, yes. <laughs> The south bank, without any structures, still has a few fishermen here and there, casually casting their lines, and one of which, as you're floating down the river, he kind of follows you with his eyes, <laughs> and even sort of trying to swim towards... Is there a fence fully blocking me off, or can I kind of swim towards the... The north bank? The, the north bank. The yeah. north bank does not have a fence along the river. There's a fence that someone built to separate, like, La Patro from this nicer area. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to sort of try and swim towards okay. the north bank. Give me an athletics check. Oh, 
Oh, nat 20. (gasps) (laughs) So Erlen kind of swings his cloak around that's soaking wet a little bit, and you pull it tight to your body so it's not dragging you down by the current of the water. And pulling it tight to your body, you take a couple big sort of paddling strokes, and after a little bit, you're able to kind of drift enough that now the the water gets shallower and shallower, and you put a foot down on the rocky riverbank, uh, the riverbed there, and sort of pull yourself... soaking up out of the water. And immediately as you get up onto the north bank, you see one of the guards that was patrolling this lawn see you coming out and sort of sort of hustles over. Oh, so, uh, you can't be here. Oh, so I, I don't know, I barely even know where I am. He sort of looks you up and I'm down. sorry, I, I, was, I was attacked in, um, in La Patro and had to get away. I'll be oh. on my way. Which way am I allowed to leave? Uh, yes, let me escort you, please. Who's, this, is, this is Molofair property, so you can't linger. Oh, this is, uh, and I'm going to sort of gesture towards this building right here in the yep. center. You look over to, and there is sort of a larger two-story estate there that looks, um, it's not a new building, but it looks newly renovated, like it's been uh, since added on to, has like an older portion and a newer portion. Yeah. Oh, this is um, when the Molfairs bought this. Yeah. Um, this is Percival's <laughs> property, yes. Yes, forgive me, I'm sorry. I, Please, yes. if you don't mind. Yes, of course. He walks you along, so he walks you along that north bank there until you start to see that cedarway entrance is the one that has the big spider sort of hanging above. It, so you see that as I'm walking, sort of like wringing out the cloak as much as I can. You do so. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, apologies. Yes. It, it's all right. Just it came from Lepatro. I was a, uh, I was attacked in Lepatro. Yes. Shitheads. Sure. And I'm gonna sort of head off land. Gives you a little. So, so you're in the area surrounding the Steederway a little bit. And from here, you know, you can look behind you. This uh, this place is not fenced off on this side because it's a nicer area. So you can see that sort of sprawling. Oh, so the fence the runs along the south coast of the, uh, the river, the southern here. side of the river. The, so this is all Lepatro here. The fence is running like here. Oh, I see. Okay. So that, cool. it separ- that lawn is separated from the sort of destitute area there. So I'm going to kind of like pull my hair back and make my way towards um, back towards the Upe Ale House. Oh, start in the direction of the Upe Ale. So you walk through, you walk past the Steederway there. Again, still very popular at this time, attracting a lot of uh, foot traffic as people get a look at what the new addition to Nahupa is. And you take a little walk a little further. It's just a couple blocks along the way. And you start to approach the Upe Ale House there, a, a comforting, familiar sight. And establishing it as a kind of base of operations in Navikapura, it's very comforting to see the Upe Ale House. After spending the night in the deck, your back longs for the relative comfort and spacious second floor room provided by Satiria. There's a calm midday crowd scattered among the tables in the bar, including at least two people dressed partially in plate armor from the waist down, potentially competitors or trainers for tonight's jousting tournament, taking a break to replenish with food and drink. Satiria, as you're accustomed to seeing her, is working the bar, and the entirety of the bar counter, all nine, ten seats or so, are occupied by elven men and women in very similar attire. Form-fitting, quilted chausses, mud-caked boots, and sleeveless tops that show off kind of sinewy, muscular arms. Not Radirans, which is another, you know, uniform outfit you've certainly seen and are accustomed to, but a different uh, culture of of elves that seem to be uh, all dressed in the same attire. And if not for your damp clothes, you'd think it was kind of a fine time to bask in the sun with some bread and ale, but as it stands, you continue forward. Your boot kind of... 
squishing each time on the, uh, the cobblestone. Is my horse still outside? Uh, the stables are around the corner, but right, so if you give it a quick yeah. check, to get, your horse is still there. Oh my god! <laughs> um, there is a you know stable boy who tends and feeds to the horses. <laughs> I'm going. Hasn't eaten or been groomed or anything. He's just living in his own shit. I'm going. <laughs> He's, he's not just out. The, yeah. the boy is attending to <laughs> The boy better be. Um, I'm going to make my way to sort of, I know all the seats are taken, but I'm going to sort of try and sidle up next to someone at the bar and try and get Satiria's attention. Okay. So she's, you know, pouring a couple drinks. And the people at the bar are having kind of right. mumbling, quiet conversations. They're not intentionally obscuring their voice, but they just kind of have a very naturally low kind of mumbling speaking voice that has this kind of low timber to it. And Satyria catches your, she sees you at the end and sort of gives you a quick nod, says something to one of the elves, and then makes her way over. Hi, um, hey nothing, there. nothing to drink, uh, just, uh, what? Nothing? Your room's still set aside? That's what I was going to, I'd like to pay for another night. Good, because if you're going to stay elsewhere, I'd like to open up the room. Yes, no, I'm going to pay for another night. Good. Who are all these elves? Oh, well. Say hello to my brothers and sisters of Trickster's Thicket. These are a few of the Elatrians, and they're in town today with a meet of a few Redirans on neutral territory to discuss a possible relocation. Oh, um, is uh, Daldoon involved in that ne- uh, negotiation? I don't know. Do you know if he's still saying it, um, all hands on deck? I was hoping to speak with him. He wanted me to talk with him. I don't know that either. Do you know where I could find him? He told me to try and find him. Are you asking me to get a message to Delta? Oh my god. I'm asking you if you know where he is so that I may talk to him. I don't know where he is. Are you alright? I'm fine. You're wet. <laughs> yes. And you have a new piece of jewelry, I see. <gasps> yes. Sort of a long story. Hmm? One I'm not particularly happy with, honestly. Um, how People much do I. rarely are. Yes. Um... It's two silver for the room. Thank you. Yes, I'll give her two silver. You got that, bro? Did you have three <laughs> silver? Can you do that? I now have 11 copper left. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, rate's going up. Yeah. <laughs> you can't afford it. Um, are any of the Redeerans still here? Any of the ones that we worked with? I imagine some of them are, yes. Like I said, they're coming to negotiate with the Electrians. All right. Well, it's sort of urgent. I was hoping to stop by All Hands on Deck now actually to speak to Daldoon, but if he's a part of this negotiation, then I assume he's not going to be there. I think that that's possible. Shit. Do you need to get a message to Daldoon? If he's a part of negotiations today, I don't know if he's going to be available for what I was hoping to need him for. I'm trying to rescue someone, and I was hoping he would help me. Okay. Would you like me to tell him that? Sure. I'll be at all hands on deck. All right. Until f- five-ish, four-ish. All right. I don't know that he's going to make it, but I will see that he gets the message. <laughs> sure. If I see him. It's, I'm not up to no good, you know. Mm. <laughs> you just came back with a band of the benefactor because you were partying too hard? <laughs> no, because I'm trying to rescue someone. Mm. All right, well, thank you for the room. Um, thank you for taking care of my horse, and thank you for passing along the message to Daldoon. In Elven, she... You're welcome. In Elven, I'll respond. I'll sort of... What time are you off tonight? 
I'm not off tonight at all. All right. You say that in Elven? Yes. Great. As you say that, and she responds back to you, the closest of the Elatrians, he's sort of <laughs> hearing the conversation in Elven a little bit, and he sort of gives you a little eye, and then he turns back to the person next to him. And with this sort of thick regional dialect that it's in Elven, but it's even a little hard to understand simply because of how specific the sort of intonations of his voice are. And as he's, what he's saying to the guy next to him is, this guy speaks Elvish like Kalzar plays the flute. And he points to a guy a couple seats down, and one guy's holding a mug of ale, but he's missing fingers on both hands. And he points to him as he says, Kalzar, and Kalzar sort of... <laughs> takes like a long sip from his mug. Well, maybe I'll see you here for a drink then. Sure. And I'm going to head back to the Steeder Wife. Mm-hmm. Um, what were the name? What was the name of that elf community? Elven community? The one that's sitting. The there? one that's sitting there. The Elatrians. Such a little shit. <laughs> okay. Mamma mia. <laughs> I'm going to make my way back to the Steeder Wife. All right. I'm make your way back to the Steeder Wife. I love that you have. A you ring do now know that, that we're still in the city to help you, right? Why are you trying to get all these people to help you? <laughs> you're saying that you're gonna. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. We're driving crazy. Come out in the wash. <laughs> We're gonna come out in the wash. I'm going to the Steeder Way. Oh my Leaving God. from Battle Ready, not too far apart from the Upa Ale House. It's very difficult to resist the temptation to continuously run your fingers over the upper and lower limbs of the bow. You can feel the markings burned into the wood that symbolize both a great accomplishment and a promise of more. The possibilities that exist seem limited only by the strength and your connection to the spirits. And in thinking about what Wachi Faro and the Bloodhawk Infantry were able to accomplish using similar weapons, you feel this kind of tender pang of hope that you may yet be able to make a lasting impression on this world as they did. And engaged in your thoughts at this western end of Villersvet. There's a crowded road here. People are moving in and out of Naupa quite a bit, and you're at that area that's right over by the bridge. You pass by other people with regularity. But as you hit one of the cross streets, there's a wagon that kind of blocks your vision from someone that comes barreling quickly in from the other side. It doesn't look like he was headed right towards you. It just looked like he was moving very quickly. And he's got his head buried in a piece of parchment that it looks like he's reading. And in the other hand, he's cradling a basket that looks like it has some fruit in it. And he comes quickly around the corner, and you're right there. And the two of you smack into each other. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. Oh, no. No stakes. Oh, that's kind of cocked, but is that an eight? <laughs> don't you? Say that. That's I not did, an eight. Did, did, what is it? That's a three. three. Oh, I couldn't. Oh no. Yeah, no, that's not good. Cock that three. Right uh, yeah, that, but you know what's funny is it is an eight because I have oh. a plus five seven. <laughs> So as he barrels into you, the two of you, oh, and his apples <coughs> spill across the ground, and you fall down kind of on your butt there, and your bow just kind of gets oh, just a little to the side. Too. Yeah, you're weirdly oh. soaking wet, which is a little <laughs> confusing. But as he knocks into you, he falls back too, and he falls back on his butt, and he looks up. Oh, fuck, I am so sorry. Entirely my fault. It's all right. Um, let me help you. I'm going to kind of start picking up his yeah, yeah. apples. And he's sort of looking around. He's gathering a couple of the apples himself. And you take a look at him. And this man is a tiefling, kind of lithe with long arms. And they jangle as he reaches out to grab the apples because he has, like, 
numerous copper bracelets that kind of just the, the noise that they make as he reaches out for them just back and forth. And his horns circle around his ears, which draw attention to a rod piercing that's bent into the shape of a mm. snake right through his ear. I was in a hurry. Uh, should have been watching where I was going. No excuse, I know. It's all right. Um, you're not a, you're not hurt, are you? No, just this was this was before. Sorry, the the, the wet thing was not you, not uh, your. Sure, fault. yeah, I, I didn't think that I uh, <laughs> somehow uh, made it rain by. Uh... No, doesn't appear to be <laughs> so. Uh, I appreciate it, I, and again, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. It's all right. Uh, you look occupied. Yeah. Anyway, uh, have a nice day. Right, he takes his, puts his basket up on his hip, and he starts to walk away. And as you look around, he's picked up all the apples, but you notice that the piece of parchment that he was reading is still kind of on the ground next to your I'm foot there. I'm going to pick it up and Are see if I can't get a, just a quick, just a quick look at it. Just a little peek. It's the classic quirky whirlwind. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, sir, <laughs> you dropped, you dropped Oh, I'm so this. sorry, you dropped this. You can read it if you want. You can read it out loud. Okay. Out loud. First of all, uh, you need to calm yourself down, mate. It's understandable that this guy has pissed you off, but could you please think of the potential consequences? Is killing or maiming this guy really worth it? You've got a sizable list of things for me to procure, and our friendship goes back a long way, so I'm willing to uphold our agreements if it's that important to you. Even if I'm going to make it happen, however, some of it is rare enough that it's not going to be overnight. You can leave those items off the list, or you can practice patience, and I know that's not your strong suit. Why don't we nab ourselves a bit of my crawl and head on over to the den in WN to talk it all out? Say five o'clock. So you give a quick read over, and he's taken maybe 10, 15 steps, and then you see him stop. And he kind of looks. Oh, fuck, I forgot my paper. Yeah, sorry. Do you mind? No. He sort of looks at you, Just almost like he wasn't sure if you were. Yeah. Have a good one. Yeah. Turns and walks What the fuck? <laughs> and Safira's gonna kind of take a second sure. to like mentally like <laughs> try to remember. Crawl. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And then she's gonna kind of like after taking a second, I'm gonna I think it's keep walking, and I think I'm gonna head over to the Uba Ale House okay. since I'm nearby. Just head to the Uba Ale as well. And just missing Erland by a hair, you kind of come in, and you even as you get close to the bar, and again you see that same row of elves sitting along the bar there. You see Satiria was looking off to her left, and then she sees you and. Hiya. Hi. How are you? Um, I, I was hoping to pop in for a quick drink before a long day of errands. So. Sure. You're wet. Did <laughs> oh. you and Erland come from the same place? What? He's wet too. Uh, did he? I don't understand. No, we didn't. If that helps. Fine by me. <laughs> right. An ale, you said? Uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks. Two copper for you. Right. No. Hand her two copper. Nope, she pours you a drink. There's no space to sit there. There's tables. For, there's no space to sit at the bar, but... Um... Okay. Um, I'm going to kind of... Did you see where he went? I don't know what he's doing. Mm, I don't either, but he headed west or east, and he also said that he would be at all hands on deck later. Right, okay. Well, that's predictable. Thank you. Sure. I'm going to just kind of sit there and have a drink. All right. So we're going to take a moment, sit and have a drink. And we will shift over to all hands on deck prior to Erlen's arrival. 
to do my crawl or not, (laughs) to visit reciprocity or not. These are the questions being considered at the bar of All Hands on Deck, where Graven and Orba sit after a bit of fun and games, scraping together some coin at the expense of the tall port's dock workers. The front windows have been opened to allow for this kind of nice steady sea breeze to come pouring in through the windows, and sounds of clopping hooves on the streets never comes to a stop, this kind of busy coastal township in the middle of the day. A man in an oversized ratty jacket and he seems to be in good spirits. Takes the stool next to you, and he flags down brick behind the bar. A, a bit of that beetroot, please. Thanks. He then takes out a little scrap of parchment that seems to have a, a list on it. It's got a few th- notarized items, and you can hear him muttering under his breath. It looks like he's almost trying to commit the list to memory. He sort of looks and then thinks. So that's just on the opposite side of Orba there. Like, if Graven's on one side... He, he's on the other side. Yeah, you're at the bar there, just at the counter. Sorry, we don't recognize this person. It's just... Who did, who did you no. say it was? No. Okay. <laughs> and if Orba did a little peek, what would Give you... me a perception check. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> perception check? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's an eight. Eight. It looks like a list of names, just based on the spacing and the capitalization of the letters or places, proper nouns. Okay. It's not like a shopping list. Okay. Uh, but it's hard to make out. His handwriting's a little scrawled a little bit, so it's hard to make out the exact names. Capital okay. E, eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Eggs. Capital E, Mrs. Eggs. Onions. <laughs> yeah. What's up? You guys are here at the bar. Someone seated next to you, happily slurping down a bowl of beetroot stew. Late lunchtime. It's like yeah, it's like two, two o'clock. o'clock. Okay. So, what's the plan? I think I'd like to go walk by reciprocity. There's a chance that Senka is sitting right outside. There's also a chance that Mr. One is sitting right outside. And if they are, Perhaps a few words. If not, I don't think we should stick around. Sure. What are you planning on telling her, exactly? You're going to think of it while we walk? You're going to come up with the ideas as we, as we go? If he has not presented himself to her already, she could be in danger right now. So, maybe just that. Okay. That's fair. <clears throat> okay. Just... You don't think that's a good idea? I have no idea what to think about this whole situation. I haven't met her. I haven't met Mr. Two. You've met both of them. Neither seem great. We're supposed to finish Bizarre's contracts, yes? It was advised, yes. Then we will put some kind of an end to it. All right. Well, let me grab some of my things from the room. And I have actually another idea as we walk over that I would like to um, get your advice on. All right. Okay. So Orb is going to quickly run up to her room. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, yes? I, I'm going to write them a note. What if they come back while we're gone? I'm going to write them a quick little note saying, hey, we'll be back very shortly. If you don't see us, just wait there. When are we expecting them? I have no idea. <laughs> you think I can keep track of those two? No. Okay. So it was just like, I got all the time. <laughs> uh, so I guess a beer in the afternoon. Or was just going to write a quick note and put it under their door, just mm-hmm. saying, so. be back soon. If not, if we're not here, 
when you come, please wait for us. Wait for us here, here at the here at the, at the back. Yeah, sure. and I'm gonna grab my bag, leave my sure. saddlebags. As you go upstairs, sort of now a gap between, uh, <clears throat> small gap between Ga- Graven and the person on the other side of you. Can you give me a perception check? Oh, God damn it! Okay. <gasps> Natural one. Natural one. Oh my Again, God. he's kind of muttering him to, to himself. Seems to be trying to memorize. He, he looks down and he's saying them out loud, but very quietly himself, and you can't make out exactly what he's trying to say. So Orbit takes a moment, gra- gathers her things, comes back down. Shall we? Mm. Okay. So as we leave, and we're like kind of out of earshot and outside sure. now. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> my original plan was to take the two chess pieces that Cliff was going to give us and send them straight to the Baron on behalf of Bazara. But now I realize... What? Well, Bazaar's not coming, and that was kind of her payment for coming. And if I take the chess pieces and I mail them off, and then Cliff sends us away tomorrow and sees that Bazara is not with us, he'd probably be a little upset. That makes sense. On the other hand, I really want to send those chess pieces. What if we sent one? I think he's still going to be kind of upset. I guess we'll see if we get one out of Senka here. True. And that would be some kind of a salve on the wound, as it were, for a while. If we could send something. Right, yeah. Because, I mean, it feels wrong lying to Cliff when he's been so generous and... At the very beginning of our relationship. Yeah, not a lot of people really... Are nice to us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, that was my idea. Yeah, Do you, you don't have them yet. No, they're at the mail house. So when I send the list of things that we require for our trip, that is when I was to retrieve the chess pieces. It is a bit of a sunken cost for him. You mean like, what does Cliff Ironclaw going to do with two chess pieces? You think he's just going to <laughs> let us take them? <laughs> I just mean, what use are they to him now? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, right. we did right. think about it. It's yes. just another thing that we have to think about. I'm not used to such decision paralysis. This is new for me. <laughs> yeah, why you got it? Things are usually more clear. They're not clear right now? Do you have a clarity of sight right now? Uh, in what, in all? No, but I never know. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. You guys make your way first west along the uh, river there and then <coughs> south across the bridge that you've feels like you've crossed over a thousand times in the past oh uh, 24 God. hours. I was moving, moving back and forth uh, <laughs> all between night. the Broken Crown and all hands on deck. So you take a right there, as Graven has been there before. You take a right, and you do pass... Uh, just past the offices of the Broken Crown. They'll be on your right as you're moving mm-hmm. along that path. And it has a different feel to it now as you're walking in that direction. And even though it has this kind of pleasant appearance by the river, a little rustic charm, that for anyone other than Warber and the Night Watch, you'd think that things are kind of simple business as usual, but you kind of know what transpired the night before, so you know there might be underneath a little bit of 
worry, panic by the Broken Crown that possibly their reputation might be harmed by by the the room of safe deposit being sullied by by a break-in. Not tough. <laughs> One thing you do notice is uh, there's a supply wagon that's kind of pulled up to the front entrance and some members of the Broken Crown are helping to carry crates in. They sort of do a little train ferrying in one crate at a time into the open double doors. It doesn't seem like a particularly large hall, but this isn't a particularly large station. And one thing you do notice is an exchange of ledgers between two uniformed Broken Crown officers. So they both have a ledger and they kind of swap them and they look through them each. And this is familiar to Graven as, as having been throughout NTCU. It looks like they are updating records between some of the Broken Crown stations, which mm-hmm. might mean detailing what resources are needed, what contracts have been completed, which enlisted members of the Broken Crown have been transferred to other posts, and also possibly new contracts coming in to Whoa. be claimed. So there's a little more activity here than you're used to at the offices of the Broken Crown, but nothing out of the ordinary. You sort of pass on by, and you continue to walk. In your entire walk to reciprocity, as soon as you get past the Broken Crown station, it comes with this kind of pit-in-your-stomach feeling, just a a bad taste that permeates down your esophagus and into your stomach. I don't like that unsure of where you stand with the owner and whether Mr. Two has done anything that would render your investigation moot since destroying the target crystal in that room of safe deposit. From a distance, it looks like nothing has changed. You get just far enough that you can see into that three-walled courtyard. The building itself stands as it always did, balconies adorned with tasteful decorations of deep reds and purples the fountain trickling elegantly in the front courtyard. And seated there, on the lip, in her favorite spot, is Senka Uberta. Her high-collared black dress and peacock feathers in her hair, suspended in perfect stillness, as this structure behind her shields her from the breeze. She's alone, reading a book, as you saw the first time you saw her. And this being perhaps not her busiest working hours, she seems content to simply sit. So right now you and Orba have just stopped a little distance away. You can see her. You're, you're not like within, you know, earshot of her quite yet. She looks much the same. Um, Does her? Make a perception check. You're a little far away, but you can sort of take a closer look at her. Getting ahead of yourself. <laughs> um, perception, 12. 12. Everything that you can see, she looks exactly the same as the last one. Not a the single... The way she's sitting, the way like, yep. she's reading again, obviously. Mm-hmm. Her mannerisms, her body posture, her attire, everything looks exactly the same as far as we can tell. Okay, two quick questions. Yes. Has she clocked us yet? No, she's reading her book. If I were to duck somewhere and hide for a moment, can You I? could kind of step back around. Again, it has this sort of a C-shaped building, so if you move out of eye shot of, of where she's sitting, because she's in the middle at the fountain there, you could duck out of sight, if that's what you're... Yeah, asking. as soon as we I, turn the corner... I see her kind of... Orb is gonna put her hand... Uh, okay, wait, something just occurred to me. Yes. Do I need to ritually cast Detect Magic? Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> do, do I do, do, just hear? Like, uh, what, uh, How? It's, you, well, it's going to take a little bit of time. But it will stay that you... you the, I, it, I the aura will stay to... around you. You will be able to tell. Correct, yeah. I should be able to maintain it for about... 30 minutes or so. Yes. 10 minutes or so. <laughs> Good. 
30 minutes, give or take 20 minutes. <laughs> the margin of error is oh, very high. Protect Matt. <laughs> That'll do for now, yes. Okay. All right, just keep an eye out. Okay. Orb's going to start detecting magic. Just there isn't really a hiding spot yeah. here. You're kind oh of, God, you know, you're between a couple of the buildings there. Um, Graven, give me a perception check as you keep watch while she's sort of <laughs> going through the machinations of, of casting a spell ritual. Nine. Nine. A couple times, people pass by because they're just walking along. They seem like... There are farms to the south of, of Wamparani Na, people possibly moving to and from the fields. No one seems to be coming to or from reciprocity. You see one person who's coming from what you know to be the Micral house that's at the very end of this row of houses. So a couple of people are moving by, and you're trying your best to kind of block Orba <laughs> just generally out of people's sight as they pass. And one of the people that's kind of coming back from the Micral den, rubbing their head a little bit, sees you. And they're trying to like look past you to see what's past you. Someone crawling back there. No. Move along. Make an intimidation check. Come on, oh, Raven. Oh my god. Now is the time. <laughs> Four. No. <laughs> she looks like she's crawling. Nothing to be had here. Except trouble. Okay. I'll kind of, like, give a start, like... He flinches. Mm. Okay. Go. Okay. And you watch him take a few steps, and you see him repeatedly, like, look back over his shoulder, see if you're watching, and then, not so elegantly, ducks between the next two houses, like he might be circling back around oh, to the dude, other side. Because so Orba's, Orba's not really in an alley, because the gap is big between the two houses, but she's between two buildings there. She's on one side reciprocity, and the other the building next to it. You and he looks like he's going... He, he was walking along the edge, and then took a left, like he might circle he back around circle to the opposite on. side, because you're blocking Orba from the main road side there. So you watch him just kind of scoot around to the other side. How long has it been? It's probably been like halfway through seven minutes, maybe. Okay. I will remain, but keep an eye back the oh other way. Oh my god, buddy, the, don't. The, down the other end okay. of the alley. Give me a perception check. Oh, Come on, little buddy, don't don't kill this little buddy, please. Six. Oh, never mind, you won't roll well. <laughs> I will kill someone if I have to. You look back and forth, and you feel like... You know, it's midday, visibility's good, it's not a cramped alley. You feel like you have good sight back and forth on both ways. Oh, no. And what you... Orba, what is mm-hmm. in the top of your backpack? In the top of it? Yeah, like mm-hmm. what are you kind of... Is there, is there a, a light item? I mean, I have, I have like a bunch of papers, God. if that's what you mean. Or do you mean like He's items? He's not looking okay. for papers. Or do you um, mean items? Any light items? I mean, the last thing I put in my bag was okay. a vial of micro. A vial of micro? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I, I, know, I, I know, I know. A little bit of time goes by. Or my quill. And then He's Graven hears just the, just the slightest ting noise 
and you look, nothing's around, and then you look up, and on a little line with a hook, <laughs> oh he's on the God. roof above, and he's quickly pulling up. I, can I grab? Just let no, him it's, have it. it's up. It's like up? it's already up. like the clinking you heard was the bottle <laughs> That's genius. hitting Just the side of That's the brilliant. house there, and he pulls it all he the way up, and he disappears it. over the top. There. He deserves <laughs> that. Please. Is there a rock nearby? Or sure, something yeah, on there's the rocks. Ground? <gasps> You're right I'm by the river, man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try to grab a rock. Throw a rock up there. Give me an attack roll with disadvantage. Buddy. I mean, you, you can barely, you can't even really see him. You're, you're uh, guessing at this Just like an arm. Off you, if you crit this guy, <laughs> yeah. oh my mind. No, just, just do 20 plus your strength. Plus strength. Okay. <laughs> disadvantage. Uh, 10. 10. You blow up. No. Oh, buddy, that was smart. I'll look to see if she was much disturbed. She was not at all disturbed. Okay. And it, it doesn't look take. like it. it Got anything? Did anything? Go oh, he was pulling he the, the vial of Microl up. Oh, the, the vial bottle was the thing going tink tink along the side of the house there. <laughs> it's probably like one minute at this point from Orba being done ritually oh casting. Oh god! Keeping eyes up, left and right from now on. <laughs> and then final minute passes, and Orba kind of comes back into focus. There. Okay, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> What? Your mic crawl's gone. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Did you take it? No. <laughs> oh, I was gonna like look at him to see if he took it, like literally ingested I it. I didn't. No. <laughs> he, he does not look affected in any way physically. An addict came by and fished it out of your bag. What were you doing? I tried. <laughs> tried what? <laughs> Let's go. We only have a certain amount of time on this, don't we? <laughs> I'm so I'm mad at you. Sorry. Oh, I'm so mad at you. I used my promo you code. You can for have that mine. <laughs> you can have mine. It's canon. It's canon. Just eyes up. Close back, back on her. Yeah, I mean, the top's not open. It looks like you kind of fished it in through a little opening and just pulled out the first thing that was there. Let me just erase it from that the That was backpack. a lucky draw, too, man. <laughs> that was a lot of failed checks there. He just <laughs> snuck it right back. Like a idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Raven's like, I don't care that it's gone. I care that I look like a dink. <laughs> you look like a dingus. You got outsmarted. <laughs> All right, we walk forward. All right, you guys oh, turn the corner again. She's still, still there, there, very calmly flipping so through her bunk. <laughs> uh, quick question, DM, mm-hmm. as I get close yes. within 30 feet of her. Anything uh, lighting how up? How close do you get? Oh, uh, I'm, I'll ask you that first. I will let him ask I mean... Uh, comfortably, what twenty feet away? Okay, yeah. You you're also aware of the constraints of detect magic. Like if you were like, I need yeah. to get close enough for Orba to be able to detect anything. First of all, as on your approach, this place is brimming with magic. So already right off the bat, you can tell that. Yeah. You're not sure if anything's going to be definitive necessarily as to what is and is not new or old. You see abjuration magic around near both the servants' quarters and near the staircases leading up to the rooms. You see a little bit of illusion magic on the exterior of the building that might be being used to spruce up the exterior, make it seem a little more imposing, a little classier. So the whole place, and you know, as as you know, she employs a couple of, of powerful wizards. The whole place seems to be constantly in a state of shifting magic to some degree. Whoa. And you get close enough to Senka to say something as well as to be within 30 mm. feet of her. Her body covered head to toe in transmutation magic. Which could mean a couple things. She could be using some kind of transmutation or something. Also, you know from your history that 
people of means and wealth also sometimes will use transmutation magic to make themselves appear more attractive, remove blemishes, injuries, you know, simply make themselves more presentable. Uh, they'll, they'll, if they have access to magic like that, could use it in that way. Would I know how taxing that kind of magic is as opposed to like a, a, like a total change in appearance? Uh, taxing in what way? Like for a wizard, because she's not a wizard, so like w- yep. the amount of resources those wizards she has employed with her would have to like put into making her look a little nicer. Um, Am I phrasing that? Yes, I think I know what you mean. Both, both reasonably taxing, but not, you know... That's something, uh, uh, it doesn't, okay. you don't have to be an archmage to be able to do that. Like, it's something uh, your your average journeyman wizard can do. But nothing like that, uh, like a cantrip wouldn't do? Like, something that just doesn't cost something throughout the day to uh, As far as you know, anything that alters your appearance or anything to that degree is not a cantrip. It's something that okay. would require uh, energy investment, okay. if that's what you're asking. Yeah. Yes, that's, yeah, that's what I was asking. Okay. I'll kind of stay close enough to her that I can kind of, you know, <laughs> be just enough in front of her that if she needs to, like, kick me in the back of the leg or something okay. that she Walking can. just a half step in front of her. That's yeah. so funny. And as you get close enough, she kind of hears your footsteps, and without looking up, she sort of... You are here when you should not be. I have no desire to speak with you. Bizarro is gone. Whatever arrangement I had or have, that arrangement is with that person alone. I have no such arrangement with you. You won't be hearing from her anytime soon. If you want any news, it will come from me. Make a persuasion check with disadvantage. No! Six. I want to find Mr. Two, but there is a reason the search is not a public one. Optics are important to me, so I deal with those I trust. Unless you can tell me with confidence where exactly I can find him, I will leave matters to those I am currently engaged with. Justice may yet be served. (laughs) If what you say is true, and Bizarra has left town, I will confirm it on my own. Then, perhaps, and only perhaps, I will find you to hear what you have to say. Where would I find you if I wished it so? Leave word at the deck. I don't go to the deck. Oh my god. Then perhaps I will come back to you, but I can't be sure. Did I clock anything when I said justice to her just then? Make a perception check. Sneaky. Did she get my pun? (laughs) Nine. (laughs) As cool and calm as she ever was. If you do not want my help, so be it. And I'll turn start walking away. Start walking away. She, she, with her head down, you have time to just give her one last look over. Give me one more perception check as you sort of evaluate her appearance there. Seven. 
six. No. So notice it, it, it's almost eerie how indiscernibly different she is from the other times you spoke with her. Look at me. Yep. Walking away. Okay. Start to walk away. You following Graven there as he turns and walks away? Can I just stop? Like, as he turns to go, I'll just watch her for one extra second to see if she looks back up at okay. him or anything. Any sign of hesitation? Nothing. Orba will bow and just. She doesn't acknowledge that. <laughs> That's at all. fine. Turn and leave. <laughs> Turn and leave. Uh, as we leave, like, taking in any other, like, magic. Hopefully. Again, sort of what I yeah. said the transmutation around her, abjuration here and there, um, a little bit of illusion magic along the buildings and the doors. Okay. Yeah, a lot of the same stuff. Once we get kind of far enough away. Turn the corner there? Yeah. Perhaps it has been my high levels of stress these last few days, but I feel like I have no grasp on anything at this time. I, oh, I, I was... tried to trip her up. I I don't know. You tried to trip her up? I, I tried to drop some kind of a hint that if Mr. Two had been back, or if that were Mr. Two himself, that might trip them up, but it didn't seem to work. Oh. Did you hear what I said about justice? Uh, yeah, it didn't sound like you. That is what Mr. Two calls his giant carrion crawler down in the sewer. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I wouldn't use that word, but... All right, sorry. Um, significant, well, at least. It didn't seem alarming. Uh, it, it, that place is covered with magic. All of it. Just magic. Including her. I didn't say anything because, well, sometimes people of that level of wealth use magic to make themselves just physically appear more pleasing. So I didn't, I didn't think what it was any kind of... <laughs> I agree. Uh, but I didn't think it was anything to really be concerned about. I didn't, it, it didn't seem like it would be something Mr. Two. I don't well, know. it looks like she's going to be doing her own investigating. I didn't want to, again, drop anything too deep about Mr. Two because he may very well still be watching me. Did you think it was wise to tell her where we were staying? I'm sorry, you are doing <laughs> such a good job. You're such a good Goliath, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. We're only there one more night. Okay. Fuck. Oh, no. Well, maybe we can stay somewhere else tonight. <gasps> okay. I'm sure it's nothing. <sighs> I'm sure it's nothing. It's fine. She doesn't fucking care about me. Well, I was just going to say if Mr. Two finds out and we went to talk to her after Mr. Two said, please don't go talk to her, and then he finds. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You want to go gamble more or something? Let's, no. Oh. Let's look at the, we should stop at the Broken Crown and see if there are any fresh <laughs> contracts. Oh, you think so? No, it looked like they were processing some ledgers there. Yeah, it's, it's possible. Yeah, let's go. Good stuff for Erland. Do you have the writ? No, Erland's got the writ. Oh. Sorry. Eh. Maybe they'll recognize you because you had it once before, right? Mm. Oh, maybe I shouldn't go in with you, actually. They, they probably don't like me. Oh, no, yeah, no, just me. Oh, well, sure, all right, fine. Have fun. You just suggested it right before I did. Yeah, but that's fine. <laughs> Would you like to accompany me, no, Orba? No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> you 
walk along that row of houses, <laughs> make your way back to the Broken Crown Station. And it looks like by the time you oh get here God. after visiting Reciprocity, they're at the tail end of finishing up that wagon. You see someone kind of move up a little wooden thing, lock it into place, and boom, 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 and the carriage begins to move. So the doors that were being propped open by a little doorstop there, he kicks it out and it kind of just closes. But the place is open for business, but you arrive just as they're finishing up with that wagon. Heading on inside. Mm-hmm. Head on inside. A little extra activity here as people on the inside are breaking open some of those crates. They have extra quills, parchment, looks like a couple new uniforms, just some spare supplies, nothing that seems out of the ordinary. And looking up from his desk there, you lock eyes with a very hungover-looking, like, deep-sweating Ken Reggie, who you saw the night before, sort of stumbling back from All Hands on Deck. Oh, buddy. Hello, I'm Supervisor Reggie. What can I do for you today? Get much sleep, Ken. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me? I just seem to remember you walking out of the deck last night and uh, rambling about something. And you would see him, like, trying, digging for that memory deep. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. That was crazy. I'm fine, though. Something about people wishing they could, um, how'd you put it? Hold fast, keep together, stitch the country up. Oh! I didn't say that. (laughs) I wouldn't have phrased it that way. I don't use the word stitch. Hmm. What? A weird word. Interesting. Stitch. Stitch. Who were you hanging out with at the deck? Getting drunk with? Uh, friends. Mm. What friends? What are you trying to say, sir? I was asking you who you were hanging out with. And I said, friends. kind of contracts you got? Oh, now he wants contracts. Well, let's have a look. Oh, oh no. Oops. Let's have a look at those contracts. (laughs) (laughs) He takes that little ledger. You'll remember I have a writ for. And he looks at you and almost with a mischievous little flick of the corner of his mouth. I'm sure you have it on you. (laughs) You really need me to show it again? I was just here the other day. Oops. Oh my god. Your memory is that bad. Maybe I could help jog it for you. How are you gonna do that? Ask me to say stitch again? Like, like knuckle up right, like against He leans the, back a little bit. And like lean no. on. If you really got that drunk that half of your memories have left you, how do you expect to hold this job for much longer? <clears throat> Make an intimidation job. Oh, come on. Come on. 16. <gasps> 16. Uh, Mana, 
and he turns to face someone else in the sort of area here. She's looked like she's recording a few notes on the ledgers, maybe taking note of what's been coming in and off. The and thing. I'll, I'll ju- like just lean away enough that it doesn't look like I'm sure. like on top of him, <laughs> and, as she might regard him. Are we allowed to um, <clears throat> give uh, writ contracts to those who fail to produce a writ? Oh my! And God. she looks over. <laughs> Such a buzzkill, Myrna. <sighs> Mana, she's a stickler. And you haven't got any balls. Like I said, she's a stitcher. I mean, stickler. What? Gives <laughs> 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 you kind of an Raven's eyes just wink. go super wide. <laughs> right then, I'll have the other contracts for now. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see here. Thorsten Ramaker, a member of Wamparani Militia Reserve, is looking for help on a case involving a string of deaths. I think you had this one. Has it changed at all? No. Next. Didn't make much progress on that. Next. Bruce Fitzroy, an artist, is looking for a wizard with strong magical expertise to demonstrate a number of spells repeatedly so he can draw diagrams for a tome that he is working on, an educational tome. Bruce has a checklist of spells that he needs demonstrated, and the pay is variable depending on the number of spells that you know from the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, his house is... The list isn't there. He does not have the list. Yeah, he's reading Shit. just off of the uh, list Gold of for spells. Gold for spells. <laughs> so he does point out, however, got to be running that as a uh, side hustle Jesus. more. Gold for spells. It's just be like mending this one right there. He that's uh, Moose Fitzroy's house. One pretty nice. One, two, three. Fourth house on the left. Fear runs a psychic. Yeah. It's that one right next to the L shaped one. Yeah, yeah. You don't think so. Shit. Whose house is it, Bruce? Bruce, Bruce Fitzroy. Call that 10. All right. Um, <clears throat> right, the list of. He, uh, that's it, it doesn't say the variableness of the gold. You'll have to talk to Bruce. <sighs> when? Wh- what time of day? It doesn't say. All right, next. <laughs> Lem Stonehand is seeking a formidable, says that, underlined, formidable, hired hand to stand guard while he finalizes a contract with a third party. Non-Vikapurans strongly preferred. Don't know why. It is noted that there's nothing nefarious or illegal about the contract in question. Mr. Stonehand knows that the third party travels with an armed escort and simply does not want to feel pressured to make any last-minute changes to the contract. So uh, you're there to sort of simply guard against intimidation, I suppose. Uh, interested parties should visit Mr. Stonehand at his place of business, Polo de Sofiod, in Nagaos. Do you know what that is? Generally. Good. 50 gold, pending Mr. Stonehand's approval, plus an additional 50 gold if you are needed to physically intervene in the negotiations, which is considered highly unlikely. (laughs) Next. Veronica Moore is the final contract. Veronica Moore is looking for people to bust up some skeletons. She reportedly has a bunch of skeletons... 
that need busting <laughs> and is willing what? to pay ten gold per skeleton busted. Mrs. Moore lives in the northeasternmost house along the main road in Dienst in Naupa. And there's a surprising lack of details about what this skeleton busting may entail. <laughs> Does the Broken Crown investigate these contracts at all before they post them? In other cities, you'll find that the Broken Crown has a stronger presence. In Navikapura, huh? You just post any old garbage. I guess. What do you want from me? You asked for contracts, I gave you the contracts. I want all the ones that you put on the floor, you... You want me to ask Marna again? I suppose I'll come back. All right. <laughs> Why don't you get some sleep? I can't. I'm a working man. I have the broken crown. Proud to be part of the broken crown. <laughs> Turn and leave. Blowing my mind. Outside, you see Orba waiting for you politely. Orba's not going to be practicing Mage Hand with her new tattoo. Well, Ow. Ow. I couldn't weasel the. Wait, what are you doing? Oh, I didn't. I didn't Where's your crystal? <laughs> I did a thing. She'll cast me, Chant. Oh, it's impressive. It's cool, Did right? You, you know, like, open my hand. No. <laughs> Orms gets really shy. No. Just an idea. It's, uh, really helps free you, free you up for other things. Hmm. Yeah. It looks good. Thanks. Uh, speaking of magic, um, one of the contracts was that there's an artist nearby who he's looking for wizards to perform certain spells that he can uh, take notes on and, and, and for some kind of educational purposes, paying gold for just oh, really? casting, yes, casting, yeah, uh, repeatable spells. Well, I might be able to do that. I think I could too. Should, is, uh, is it wise to maybe spend some of our energy when we don't know what our evening holds? Well, no, I'm repeatable spells. Yeah, well, I can repeat a lot of spells. That's just, what I'm saying. I just reach an end at some point. You don't some have any more... magic that you could just well, repeat it. At will is the <laughs> word. That's at will. <laughs> well, yeah, but certain spells are more taxing, so I can only do them so many times. And then if I... I don't understand. <laughs> I'm saying, let's go see if the easy ones are on the list. Okay. The word cantrip is canon, if that's okay. uh, <laughs> what you're saying. Cantrips, I want to cast cantrips. Do you have any cantrips? Well, yeah, of course. That's what I'm talking oh, about. We I, could get gold. <laughs> it's possible that we could make gold for cantrips. Oh, okay. I, I figured there would be more challenging spells than just cantrips, but yeah, we could go the check The sense out. that I got is that he would want them repeatedly enough that he's... Hopefully, looking for cantrips. Hopefully. Anyway. Okay, that's not great. We could use some gold. Yeah, I agree. I wasn't able to weasel the writ contracts out of them. We'd have to come back for those. But uh, the other ones were... Oh, somebody wants a heavy. Somebody wants a guard for some kind of a transaction with a third party. 
Third party's not explained, but <laughs> could be 50 gold just for being there for some kind of business business transaction. Okay. Um, and finally, skeleton busting. <laughs> Oh my god. But that's that's in Naupa. I, I don't know if we can make it there. Oh, but ten maybe gold on their per way. Gel- ten gold per skeleton. Oh that's pretty good. I know. Maybe on their way out tomorrow? And I've busted a lot of skeletons in my yeah, time. For free. <laughs> Stop. Just, Are you okay? Yeah, it's just things. It's just new. Alright. Um, I say we stop by this artist's place right now. Okay. See what, what he's looking for. Okay, let's go. Okay. While Graven and Orba are working their way through Fangle on the way to Bruce Fitzroy's house, Erland is uh, on the Steeder way. We'll say that you captured a ride. We are now marking off uh, the fourth ride that has been taken on the Steeder way. He doesn't have to use it, right? He has to go on. I did. I have to go. You're on your fourth ride. I'm done for the day. It's his third ride. Sephira took one. Oh, oh, oh. so four total. I'm gonna have to take another one because I'm gonna have to go to the the deck. But you're saying you're done for the day. Didn't you say you're coming back to Naupa to sleep? You did. You did say Why that. Why are you renting a room at Naupa? What is going yeah, on? What, what are you doing in Naupa? A discussion for okay. when the time comes. <laughs> you the were doing Erland rattling Get through the tunnels. Hands. Where are you headed? Uh, I'm heading to um, All Hands on Deck. Great. So it takes the long, relatively long, all things considered, 30-minute steeder way. Uh, trip all the way from coast to coast, Naupa to Wamparanina. You get outside, once again, a little line formed there. You see that little notice board on the right that has information for travelers moving in and about the city. And you're back at the uh, cozy, breeze-laden streets of Wamparanina. What time of day is it, roughly? You're getting back here at about 2 to 2.30. Oh, rolling in time. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to make my way back to All Hands on Deck. All right. You work your way through the streets to the familiar sights and sounds of All Hands on Deck. And um, what are you looking for? Um, I'm going to go in and see if I see any of my friends, any of my traveling companions. Give me a perception friends. check. Oh. <laughs> oh, we didn't know we were friends. John said that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you uh, don't six. see anyone. Six. You definitely do not see any of your friends. In fact, the only faces that you recognize are Hatchet seated in the back corner in his usual spot, and that guy Skip that you um, uh, grabbed him oh, to track yeah, yeah. down your uh, piece of mail from the mailhouse. Um, I am going to, and then he took more of my money. Um, <laughs> I'm going to head back up to my room. Okay. Head back up to your room. The room is still reserved under you. Um, uh, you have the wait, key to yeah. Graven and Orba's room. Yeah. Or Which, room. where did you leave the note? Into the room you slept in. Yes. So you see Orba's great. note. Okay. <laughs> what did the note say? It said that... If we're not here, just wait for us. Yeah. Great. Um, I'm going to then... Uh, <laughs> he said, fuck you, Orba. Fuck you, Orba. <laughs> Most notes do. Um, <laughs> true, actually. You're not wrong. <laughs> fuck you, Erlen. Wait for me. <laughs> wait, wait. Wait for me. Also, so, P.S. Also, fuck wait fuck you. Fuck you, Erlen. Wait for me. P.S. Fuck you. P.S. Fuck you. I'm going to, sort of seeing the note, it's going to take it some time to uh, take a short rest and meditate. Okay. Take some time. Go ahead and do the short rest. Um, and are you doing some of your breathing no, exercises? No, I'm using hit dye. Okay, great. Oh. Using some hit dye to recuperate a little bit of your energy. After a curious uh, excursion through the Patro, <laughs> using the basin in the room to scrub off some of the oil burns on Three your three-seater um, rides on your for riding the river. All right, to get his ass handed to him. 
right. While Erlen does that, we yes. will hop over to Safira, who's on the other coast, having a drink at the Upe Ale House. That group of elves, as you're sort of sitting here having a drink, they're having a drink as well, but then they seem to maybe clock what time it's approaching or whatever. You see a couple of them kind of lean in and talk, and almost simultaneously they all kind of get up and they start to walk in the direction of the rooms upstairs. They sort of move around the corner and head up that staircase. So now you are alone there at the bar with your mug of ale. There's other people at the Ubale house, just not at the bar. Can I, uh, is Satyria nearby? Can sure. I kind of? Yeah, she, she sort of gave them a little wave as they headed up. I'm all yours now. Sorry, uh, quick question. Sure. Um, might be a bit odd. You haven't seen anyone around here with blackened fingernails, have you? Specific. She's, she takes kind of a long thing. I don't think so. You don't mean dirty fingernails. No, I mean more, and I'm going to kind of describe to her the look of, like, what it looks like if you're a type, what is it, C? Type C, yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. I mean, the, that in that situation, the fingernail is not, like, sort of a, a marred or dirty color. It's, like, a almost obsidian black. Okay, so I'm going to kind of describe that to her and see if she... No, that almost sounds gangrenous, like your finger's about to fall off. Right, it's not a good sign. Um, just was wondering if you'd seen anything like that around here. No. Right, uh, keep your eye out for it. If you do see anyone like that, um, be careful, I suppose. Okay. This doesn't have anything to do with Erlen's Band of the Benefactor, does it? Oh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's no. not <laughs> technically illegal to provide service at an inn for someone with a band of the benefactor. Oh, is he going to get you into trouble? It's not exactly... It's frowned upon. Well, what I can say is uh, he actually took the shit for the team a bit more than he uh, usually does, so hmm. I'm grateful for uh, what he did to get the ring. Uh, although I understand that it's going to make things complicated for us, so... You're saying that perhaps you would have had one if he didn't? Oh, yeah, one of us definitely would have had one, yeah. All right, I'll keep an eye out for... We don't try to, but every once in a while we do get into the shit, so... I've noticed. Yeah, sorry. We help, too. We can be helpful. <laughs> I believe that as well. Sarah's kind of smiling with her ale, like. <laughs> I certainly believe that. Right. Well, cheers. And I'm going to kind cheers. of finish my ale and put sure. this down, and Slide it across the I'm going to head towards the Steederway so I can go all the way back to the coast. All right. So you're now taking your own 30-minute <sighs> ride across the Steederway <laughs> through the tunnels. Ten, uh, ten. ten total. That is the fifth oh ride of the day. My God, we're not even going to be able to get a fucking two-way. <laughs> round trip. Round trips are out. <laughs> and with Erlen meditating, Graven and Orba walk, working their way through Fangle, and Safira very nearly back on the coast, that is where we are going to take a little break here oh at the Tabletop Notch. Got a few things knocked out of the way. Got to see Senka and see what, uh, what's been up with her. I'm just dropping everything. You better get gold for that, because you did find Mr. Two and it nearly killed you! Gold? We were never going to get gold yeah, for that. Gold was true. It was chess pieces. Yeah. Which That's you could right. sell for gold. I'll be lucky if I don't can die over this in the next yeah, day. So yeah, please don't we, die. You had to produce them, and... And that's true. We didn't exactly do that. I just we to... produced a description of him. 
Which you already had. In the location where he was. That's not bad. He didn't tell. You just talked to Mr. Tail. I know. I know. What is that transmutation magic? Is it just make me hot sauce or is it. Hot juice. Make me hot juice. While we ponder the physical limitations of transmutation magic, we will take a little break. Thank you guys so much, and we'll come back and see if the party can come together a little bit. About two minutes into the video, there's one of our Too Long Didn't Watches, our recap from last episode. So if you just missed last episode, there's spoilers, obviously. But that's about five minutes of that. And then after that, there's like a big video of a map of our journey since chapter one. Not really many spoilers there's like keywords yeah. that if you knew Mainly what we're just talking tracks about. the yeah but you can location. see all of the things that we've done if you want to <laughs> so much mischief yeah. all nice. of it is all right mischief. we'll be right back guys thank you so much we'll see you on the other side see you oh second. boy tabletop notch is made possible through the support of fellow adventurers like you please consider subscribing to our twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tabletop notch best of all you can do this free of charge with an amazon prime subscription Still hungry for more? Follow us on Instagram at TabletopNotch and Twitter at Tabletop underscore Notch for updates, announcements, and most of all, general tomfoolery. If you miss an episode, venture to our YouTube channel for recaps of previous chapters. And now back to a peek beneath the veil. Welcome back, everybody, to Tabletop Notch, chapter 93 of A Peak Beneath the Veil. That's right. A little bit of running about town in Naupa and Wamparanina, visiting some old friends and some old not friends. But we return to the streets of Fangle, which Graven is pretty familiar with at this point, having gone back and forth from Palomar Franco's house a few times, and this is in the general area of that. The, the houses look very much the same. They have kind of those reddish roofs, they're pretty close together. The streets are dirt, but they're well-maintained. It seems like people take care of the community a decent bit in this, in this area sort of people who have been in Navikapur for a long time as opposed to the more rapidly expanding areas of people coming in from other cities as the ports grow bigger and bigger. You get to the address that you've been given for Bruce Fitzroy's house, and aside from the door that was mangled, it looks very similar to, uh, to Palomar Franco's, the windows are closed and the curtains are drawn for the windows. It's a little insular, but you do see some flickering lantern or, or flame coming uh, from between just the cracks between the, the shades there. Which house was it now that you're walking over to it? Yes. Mm. <laughs> he, he points at it. Oh, wait. Shit. I think you just pointed out the wrong one. I did. It's okay. the one right next to that L That one, I did it. I did it. I did it. Yep. That one, I did it. I did it. Okay. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. I did something right. Wait till I make you roll for it. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> roll to see if you can point in the right direction. Rude. <laughs> Craven farts and trips. <laughs> rips, his, rips his pants. <laughs> so you walk up, you're, you're right outside the address of, of Bruce Fitzroy. You can get him by Brian. This is it. Ding, ding, ding. Little pounding on Just a minute. You hear a little bit of shuffling of feet, and then you hear kind of a... And a flash of light come kind of from the windows to the side. Shit. One minute. A couple footsteps. And the door opens. He kind of pokes his head out. Yes. Mr. Fitzroy. Yes. You're right. I'm fine. We're here for the possible contract, uh, uh, performing spells. Oh, delightful. Um, and he peeks inside. 
I have someone in here at the moment, another wizard, uh, that I'm working on his spells that he can do. Who? This gets a little defensive. <laughs> it's a, a private client. Can we join them? No, but I would love to have you come back and demonstrate what What's, you can. Do you have the list, a uh, prepared list for the spells that you're looking for? Uh, yes. He sort of digs into his pocket, takes out a crumpled piece of parchment there. Um, uh, from what uh, background are you from? <clears throat> Evocation. I think. <laughs> pull that out Can of you uh, produce light? Yes. Excellent, that's good. Um, what about, uh, I, one time I saw a man outstretch his fingers and, and flames erupted from his fingers. Oh. Not today, but yes. Oh, not Possibly. Today. Okay, okay. Um, I also uh, saw a man who, who was able to uh, look at a, a, a plate of food and determine whether or not it was uh, soiled or, or poisoned oh, in some way. Nice. <laughs> Possibly, yes. Okay, okay. Um, and then uh, another one that I needed demonstrated uh, was uh, one had the ability to uh, take a group of people whose emotions were running very high and, and calm them with, with, with a swish of the hand. Yes, uh, yes, I could do possibly all of these, but I, I wouldn't be able to repeat them very many times. Well, that's all right. Uh, how, how many times would you say? One, two at the tops for if I were to do multiple. I think I could try and work with that. All right. How much gold for each one? Um, for the uh, uh, cantrips, uh, 30 gold, and then uh, exponentially up, depending on the difficulty of the spell. Mm. The emotions one? Um, let's see. Yes, uh, that would be... Uh, mm, uh, that would be in, uh, 120 gold for a successful demonstration of the spell. Right. You would have to be able to slow down your uh, somatic motions for me to be able to properly uh, right. capture it in my illustrations. When do you expect to be done with this person? Um, he leans back and there's another like flash of light behind him. Um, uh, a few hours? Hours? Yes. All right. That's it, though, just those four. Um, if that's your area of expertise, yes. Oh, um, she's right behind me, right? Yeah. Um. Another one? Oh, yes. Uh, and what is your area of expertise? Oh, well, I'm actually proud to say that I'm pretty across the board. Um, All right. So. Uh, studied or innate? Studied. Uh, studied. Um, uh, can you, uh, I saw someone spread their hands and create a dancing array <laughs> of lights. Can you do that? You're talking about. Oh. Thaumaturgy doesn't do that, does it? No. no. Make an arcana check. And yeah, because. Yeah. That is 16. 16. You seem to be understand what he's describing. There's literally a spell called Dancing Lights oh, that creates yeah, no. like a dazzling array of lights. Uh, no. Um, uh, there's also uh, the ability to shape water, to change the way it moves and appears. No, unfortunately not. No. Um, I saw someone clap their hands together and create a rumbling shockwave that rattled the windows and doors. 
again, can I figure out sure, what he's saying? There's Underway. a couple things that could do that. 16. 16. He seems to be talking about the uh, thunderclap spell, as he's yeah, describing the cheeks. Uh, uh, no. Uh, uh, similarly, uh, though, uh, I can create a, a big shockwave, like, in a big area, not in the ground, but in, in the air. What do you call that? A thunderwave. I would take a look at that. Okay. <laughs> Sounds so, similar. He's trading? Okay. It goes to the ground, too, isn't it? Not really. Um, and then, um, I also saw someone completely change their appearance all at once. That I can do. Wait, which kind? I don't know. What There's kind some you where you can also alter your voice. It's, it's, it's a difference between, like, illusion magic and, like, actually changing your, your body. Oh, interesting. Could I can't you show do, me the difference? No, I can only do one. Yeah. Could you show me one? <laughs> I can show you I'll one. I'll look at that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. <gasps> and then there was another one where someone took a few steps forward and then leapt a great distance. Mm. No. No. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, the there was another one, uh, oh, uh, a move of the arm and a, a shimmering across their body as if an invisible barrier was warding them against others. No. Oh, 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 oh! Like, oh. A, like a shield of some kind? Yes! I can do <laughs> Excellent! I would love to see that. Okay. And then there was one more. These are taxing. Someone reached out yeah. and touched me on the shoulder. Oh. And then I was able to breathe fire. <laughs> I can do that. You can do it to someone who, who has no magic in them. Yeah, and it could be fire, it could be acid, it could be whatever you want it to be. How many can you show me? Oh, no. Maybe two, maybe three. Write that down. <sighs> okay, so this is all very promising. I'm happy to pay quite a bit of gold. I, I'm writing a book, an educational book, mm. demonstrating these spells. Oh, that's pretty uh, cool. Navikapura does not have a proper uh, a place for education of, of spellcasters and wizards. I know, and mm. that's a shame. Yes, I, bl- I agree. Okay. <laughs> Couple hours? Yes. Um, hopefully, we, we should be finishing up, and, and you'll come back uh, this, later this afternoon, this evening. Shall we set a time? Oh, no. Graven? It's like three-ish now, right? Yeah. Five o'clock? Oh, well, I won't be able to do... I'll only be able to do light today. I'd have to oh. wait until tomorrow to do anything more than that. Tomorrow? You could come by in the morning, I suppose. Tomorrow. Perhaps tomorrow. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Okay. Tomorrow. It's excellent. Hmm. <laughs> wonderful. Ah, yes. Oh. Wonderful. Okay, yes. good. I see some light coming from in there. You're not paying for light right now, are you? Uh, no. Lightning. Oh. oh. That's cool. Yes. Interesting. What else has has this person shown you today? It's on a case-by-case basis. I don't want to... uh, Oh, my God. Make a persuasion check. Aww. (gasps) Fifteen. (laughs) Fifteen. What the hell? Where the hell? Yeah, fifteen. (laughs) Fifteen. Sorry, and you were asking what other spells he was Yeah, doing? what other spells this person is doing today. Yeah. Um, he showed me a few very interesting spells. First of all, the ability to turn himself. What? He seems to be saying it quietly so the person doesn't hear that he's, mm-hmm. you know, gossiping about him necessarily. Mm-hmm. That's right. so cool. Yes. And then another time, reached out his hand and felt it in my body. <gasps> well, you were you able to move? No. <gasps> I did. Uh, 
We're working on that one. Yeah. That's it? Uh, so far, yes. Mm. He has more, I believe. Who is this person? I want to meet him. I'll tell you what. What? I'll ask him if he doesn't mind me revealing his identity. And when I see you, Aww. I'll let you know. Yeah, tell him a young wizard would like to know. I shall tell him. Okay. That's so cute. Mm. All right, well, perhaps we'll see you in the morning. Excellent. Um, seven o'clock. <clears throat> Maybe a little later. Eight? Closer to ten, I would say. Ten? We gotta get out of town? First thing in the morning. I don't know. I okay. do have a few appointments in the late morning, early afternoon. Earlier would be better. I would have more time. Eight. If you Nine. came at ten, I, I'll tell you this. Nine. If you want to come at ten, you can do that, but I'll only have time for you to demonstrate a couple of spells. All right. Fine. The earlier the better. Okay. Got it. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, bye. He starts to close it. Another flash of light. Just as he's closing the door. Hold on a moment! I know so many of these. I knew all four of the ones he asked me, but How I wonder who is in there right now. I know. And I... Also, what time do we need to leave tomorrow? I don't know. We should probably figure that out. We should probably figure that out. <laughs> but uh, also, how many... <laughs> I've been without any magical abilities this last day and a half. Do I really want to wake up first thing in the morning and then expend it all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although 150 gold for performing spells. Well, and some of that's going to go to Erland. What do you mean? It's a broken crown contract. Right, mm. yes. Course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm imagining our first day, hopefully, pretty quiet travel. Hopefully, we won't need too much magic. Hopefully. Okay. Well, onward. What's next? Well, we're going. Maybe not the deck. Why not? They just gave away our locale. Oh well, I told our friends. I left the note saying, "Please oh meet God. us at the deck." So <laughs> let's go stay here, and then they just never show <laughs> up. Like, so how about that? Perhaps we won't hang out at the bar then. Sure. Perhaps yes. we'll go straight to our rooms. Yes, to the deck. Yes. Okay. All right. You guys head back to the deck, and in addition to you guys getting back, you guys are reaching the door at the same time. But we'll say, kind of around the same time, maybe you're heading up the stairs. You hear the door open once more, and Saphir is coming through as well. So the party reuniting here at the deck after her taking the steed away through. Wait, ju- just her, not her. Well, Earl's no, up Earl's in the room. room. Yes. Oh, Earl's. he's here though. <gasps> yes, he's. Uh, wow. He was short resting, meditating up in the room. All right. So yeah. Hiya. How are we Hi. doing? Okay. All right. Wow, temper that enthusiasm. Over. It's been a long morning, but we're right. good. Okay, good. Um, well, what's the plan then? I still need to talk, talk to um, Mohan. I don't know if you guys had any questions mm. for him. I didn't think so, so I was just going to go do that before we presumably, and Sphere kind of looks around to make sure no one's listening. In the stairwell, you're right. Uh, rescue Marvin, hopefully. Uh, I'm assuming that's happening tonight. I haven't spoken to Erland, so... Oh, you guys split up? We were supposed to stay well, together? Well, I, I mean, I, I had to go see San, so I went to go see San, and he went to do whatever the fuck he went to do. I don't How'd know. that go? I, I, I don't know, I haven't seen him. Oh, it's San, oh, went great. Sorry. Oh, no, and Sabir kind of... You don't know him. <laughs> I kind of, like, pull out the bow and present it. Whoa! So... Now, Longbow is, is, you know, I can do Animus with this. It's great. Is the wolf in there? Swap back and forth. Yeah, wolf, bear, tortoise, everything. 
That's very useful. Yeah. It's great. It's brilliant as far as... But I, I would like to see him again, San. Uh, don't know when I'm going to have time for that. Do you have plans in the morning, actually? Incidentally, I would like... We should, we should be better about having these conversations, I think, probably. Yeah. Uh, we just perhaps made a date to make some money just for conjuring some spells. Oh, tomorrow in the morning. morning. Right, that's good. I haven't quite gotten an estimated time of departure yet for... Right. Is there a deadline for that? Do we need to be out of here by some time? No, it was about when we are supposed to meet um, uh, our contacts at the base of the mountain. Right. Also ask, are you guys heading up as you're having this conversation? Okay. You start to hear their voices in the hallway outside of... uh, I'm coming out of a full short rest. Yeah, you're right at the tail end. And again, a a conversation does not interrupt the rest. I'll I'll keep sitting there. Oh, Olba, you don't have one of those... um, uh, Could you... And I'm kind of going to like look around at her, showing her that I'm like wet. Could I get dry? Can you do the thing? Do you have a heating thing? What? Do you have a spell that makes you warm, dries you off? No! Oh, well, that would be nice. Have I used this before? No, I just... Oh. I know that's... That's a thing! You've seen it done before, yeah. You've never seen Orba do it, oh, but you have no, seen... Oh, no, I'm sorry. It. I, don't have, I don't have such a skill. I have lit things on fire before. Well, please, uh, I could, that, that's a bit extreme, I think. Maybe not. Oh, Orba's gonna, gonna make a gust of wind. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. It's just kind of cold. <laughs> it does really dry you. It's very kind of like... Oh. Sorry. It's all right. I'm sure it eventually, you know, I guess I'll dry off. Um, so... Was there another young tiefling wizard that you saw do that? No, not, not, not a young tiefling. I've seen it done before. I just uh, wanted to ask. Sure. You were just so excited about it, I, I was following your lead. Well, it would then... be nice. I've been... I, this was stupid. I got in in my... He, he took me to a pool. I don't know. Oh. I did it, anyway, so it worked, but now I'm wet. You could have taken your clothes off. I, the thought occurred, it did occur, but then that seemed strange, and strangely intimate. You're in the pool. So, yeah, I, hindsight is, you know, clearer than, whatever, fine. Should we see if Erlen's in the room? I'm going to kind of walk up and knock on the door that I know we slept in. Open the door. Oh, hey, you're wet too. What happened? Uh... Yes, I was, um, it's not important. Come in. Okay. What do you mean it's not important? Close the door, man. I'll tell my story of how I got wet. No, it's not important. Do Nobody we cares ha- about my story either. Did it, did training with Sam... Sandra- it's a kind of holds up the row. <laughs> you can see the sort of, uh, ingra- the sort of wood-burnt engravings along her longbow. That's excellent. Congratulations. Yeah, brilliant. Good. So what did you do? I, um, I want to rescue Marvin Bishop. Right. And I was trying to find help to do so. Mm-hmm. What kind okay. of help? Didn't what does work that mean? Out. Uh, uh, soldiers, um, people who are good at trapping, sneaking. Well, did you put out a contract? What do you mean? <clears throat> no, I thought I knew of a contact in um, the Patro um, mm. oh. to see if, uh, but unfortunately, a bit you of a seedy area. In Patro? I knew of one monk in the Patro, yes. Oh, okay. Right. You didn't hear anything about um, a dead bounty hunter, did you? No, 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 no one mentioned that, no. Oh, Hang on, okay. the monk, the guy that, the, that gave me the note to give to you? Yes, yes. I thought perhaps That guy could... didn't seem... No, but he is a trained... Friendly. I, I thought that perhaps I could negotiate <laughs> with him. <laughs> why is he wet? Is so that why you're wet? He Did dumped he water. In the river? <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Oh, no. oh, he got pushed in a river by the monk. Oh, I'll never let you live it down. But that's the story now, whether you tell it or not. That's the story I'm telling myself. So, so no help. You no help. No help. 
The problem is, is we need to rescue Marvin Bishop before 8 p.m. this evening. Before, Wait, before 8, 8 p.m.? Yes. Why? Hang on, how'd that happen? I had two choices. Either I had to just mail them the whistle, the mutant whistle. Right. Or I had to set up a time to demonstrate with a mutant. And you... And you chose the harder... I chose the one that bought us more time. Which is... 8 p.m., I'm supposed to meet with them. Hang on, that was the option that bought us more time. Yes, rather than sending them a whistle. Listen, I don't... There are two plans. One, we try and trick them using magic. I am not as happy doing that because it's lots of risk. I think I know where they are now. I say we try and ambush them before 8 p.m. What magic? I'm not advocating for that plan. I was going to say we hire... uh, um, uh, the, the woman who disguised herself as you. How many outside hires were we planning on doing for this particular... None. No, listen. Listen to me. There are two choices. I, we hire this, this woman who disguised herself as you and have a pretend to be a mutant, and I just go with her and try and exchange. However, they're very wary about magic. I think I know where they are now. If we sneak up on them before 8 p.m., we could perhaps catch them quietly. Hang on, you think or you know. I know. Do what? Get Marvin. Steal Marvin away? Yes. Okay. You said that there was like 20 people These are the same men that ambushed you. Yes. And nearly killed you. Yeah. Well, no, they didn't nearly kill me, but they are, they are, they're broken, they're, sorry, they're, um, gentle void, so they are armed. But we should We wouldn't go in and just kill all of them. I was gonna say, we're not gonna go, just go Marvin kill Bishop a bunch is, of- Marvin is there, and I thought that perhaps- this is the only way I know to get him back. If we send them the whistle, there's no guarantee that we're going to get Marvin back in so return. what was the deal with the whistle? You were going to send it to them, and then they were what? Going and then they would go to Mukmu, and they, felt like they would it? know that, exactly. They would go to Mukmu, try well, it out. Shit. And there's, what would be their incentive to send Marvin back? Nothing. They don't have any. Can, they have every incentive to take the whistle and go, so I, I think agree. you're right, but... This is the moment to have them, so either we try trickery, or we try the element of surprise. I, can, can, can I share my... Yeah, please. What? What's your plan? Okay. Okay. So, hear me out. Oh, no. What if we go and either ask Mr. Fowler, who you're going to speak with in this kind of an ally, in, in the six degrees of separation kind of way. Okay. Or McKenna. Hold on. When we ask them, hey, full transparency, we know that you are having trouble controlling your mutants. Oh, my God. We, hold on. We have a tool that helps control them. What we need from you is a way to demonstrate its effectiveness. These are both gentle void parties. It would benefit both of them, and they're not enemies of one another. No, I I see problems with that plan. One of them is telling McKenna that we, A, know what mutants are. Mr. Fowler. Mr. Fowler is better, but here's here's the thing. I don't think... He's going to know where to get a mutant. I'm hoping that Mohan has some information for me regarding Roy 2 or the Stitchers. Well, right? if he has that, but he probably knows where mutants doesn't mean are. He, has, he might know where they are. It doesn't mean he has access to them. And I'm not interested in doing two activities where we have to capture something and... No. No, not... Even wait, if, not even if one of them knows where mutant is, even if... For some unknown reason, Mr. McKenna wants to provide us with a mutant for seemingly no benefit nothing. to him. No benefit is the whistle that controls.
they might already have one whistle. Have one they whistle. might already have. And they might We're already. McKenna might already have some way of controlling him. Can I tell you what I, I think? think? He does. We don't know that. That leaves too much up. Also, it's from a perspective of military time. planning. The best case in a situation where we have a hostage is. Look, if you know where they are, we should go to where they are because there's no guarantee, even if we did get a mutant, that they would bring Marvin to this meetup. The Frankly, no- I think they'd be stupid if they did. This isn't, so, this isn't the sort of situation. Marvin Bishop is too important to them. They're not going to just kill him. Why would they him. bring him? They won't bring they're, him along. They're not going to just kill him if they see us. We have an opportunity to flee if things aren't going well. Are you able to heal? No. Shit. So you there's want to sneak in? Leave a whistle on the chair where Marvin was. No. Go out of there. No. Just take Marvin. Leave nothing. Maybe a few bodies. Okay, no. Honestly, no. We th- There's there a reason to not kill oh, people on. in the gentle void. Hang well, on. We can't make that big of a name for ourselves. But we We've already s- stirred up enough shit. We can't leave a trail of they bodies won't. behind. Not here. If we Seriously. do this well, they might not know it was us. They will absolutely know They'll it was us. Know it was they me. captured you before. They will absolutely know it was you, and they can trace you back to us. That is not another target okay. that we need on our backs. There are no bodies. Absolutely I not. Do you think we can all agree that every plan sucks? Which That's plan true. Sucks less. The I, least. I think the plan that sucks the least is the plan where we at least know that we get to attack first. I if don't. we have the one up on them, and the only plan where we do is if we go to meet, if we ambush them. If we wait for a meeting and we have a fake mutant or a real one, there is a possibility that we can't control it, which is a different problem because the whistle doesn't do exactly what we said it does. I am. Well, it inhibits them. I don't hate leaving the whistle if we do take Marvin. Then at least maybe they won't come after us. Well, yeah. I'm not. A sign of goodwill. Okay, let's do that. I don't think that's a bad idea. I think a sign of goodwill is a good idea. Try the best we can to kill no one. We need information from these people. These are cogs in the system. The best we can to kill no one. I know that all three of you might have difficulty with that in using long range. Well, I have an idea, and I don't know if I'm going to have time, because now we're doing this tonight, I suppose. No, in... in now. Uh, now. Before right, eight. okay, then I don't have time. Because I don't think... I also don't want to wait... I had the thought of maybe waiting till eight so that their numbers are thinned, but they might take Marvin with them at eight. Yeah. Right, so we don't want to risk that. Okay, so you said... Kill nobody. I'm trying to hit your... Big Try our here. best to kill nobody. Try our best to kill nobody. Get Marvin. Sneak in. Sneaky. Take Marvin. Leave Whistle. Leave Whistle. Leave. Leave. Hmm. How are we getting Marvin? I Bishop? guess then they would. Well, they Safe already way. are going to know that it's you. Yeah. Whether They're going to know it's you if we don't do anything. So if they know it's you, it's better that we leave a trail of somewhat goodwill behind rather than, you know, bodies. I was asking around because I know this is a difficult task and I thought that help might be useful. I mean, you're not wrong. The problem is you're too late. We just don't I mean, I, we, who, who are we going to ask now without going to the other side? I mean, I, I suppose I, I, I just saw Soteria. What if... But I don't... I mean, what are we going to do? Ask her... Did she say anything? What if the one who disguised uh, herself as yeah, me... Yeah, she asked about you. Except what? She what? She asked about you. What did she say? You're interested. Um, well, just I saw her and I... She saw the ring and I... She was asking about the ring. I said, you know, he was a chap. He took one for the team. Good. If... If you're fairly sure that they wouldn't come with Marvin to this 8 o'clock meeting, what if we did get a hold of the woman who disguised herself as me, have her disguise herself as you, and while she meets them, 
We go to where you think they are holding him. Because what if they take Marvin? To the media. The problem the is media. we don't know where he's going to be, and I'm assuming that actually the best place to ambush them would be in transit. If they are taking him, then the mm. place will have the most advantage An to attack them is on the road. More like people dying. Yes. Well, also, more than a sneak in. Also, if I they're suppose. moving, if they're moving with Marvin Bishop, they're surely moving with protection to. Uh, so you think... In case there's any tricks. They said no trickery. So then this, is this a s- stealth? Okay. How, yeah. Which how plan is the no trickery plan? How, how no, I'm we... saying that if they are moving, if they are moving at around eight o'clock, they're probably moving with some sort of guard, with some sort of... I agree. Uh, perhaps even mage, wizard. Right. To detect well, magic. To detect magic. I, I would just, imagine that they certainly have that because they warned us not to trick them. Right now, they're they probably... Sitting around, sleeping, okay, resting. Okay, so why don't we do what we actually They're do leaving pretty tonight. well? What if we scout? What if we go right now and scout? That's not a bad idea. Exactly. Okay. And if what I'm saying is we go scout, we see how things are. Yeah. And then if there's an opportunity, we try and... Right. Okay, then we have to ask out. ourselves, okay. are we as ready as we can be? I've been resting. I'm ready. I'll go get my mason shield. Do you need to talk to Mohan Fowler before this? I need to talk to him before we leave. It doesn't matter if I do it tonight, but I have to do it before we leave, and I kind of don't want to leave it till the last morning. What time, so... what time is it right now? Like 3.30? How far away is this place? So half an hour south or an hour south? An hour, like about an hour south, yeah. To the, to the crabbers? Yeah. And then it was how long the in the cart? Nice. I mean, again, you don't know how circuitous a route they took. It could right, be right, 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 five right. minutes, it could be 15 minutes. It didn't seem terribly long. How long do you think you're going to talk to Mohan for? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I imagine it could be somewhat of a long conversation, but I don't think it'll take longer than an hour or two. Go now. And it's long. Go now. Seriously? Now? Go, go now, meet us back here, and we'll plan to leave at five. Okay. And I'm going to, an like... Hour and a half, right? That's right? Is there... It's like about 3.30. Is there any way I can dry myself off at all? I don't think I have any I mean, clothes. you're not, like, dripping wet now. <laughs> okay. Your clothes are just damp. Like, they're Gross. a little... Okay. Like, it takes longer than... I'm gonna try to, like, make myself smell a little nicer. Sure. I mean, it's not, like, dingy. It's just, like, you know, the, like, the, the leather's just a little darker because it's, like, a little damp. So, okay. you know... Again, you're not trailing water when you walk. It's just damp. Okay. Then I'm gonna kind of... Straighten myself out, make sure, check my bag, make sure I have a little piece of cloth, and I'm gonna start heading towards. Okay. Meet back here. I'll meet you back here before five. The plan is to leave at five. Do not fucking leave without me, I swear. As soon as you're done, come back here. I'm not going anywhere. Don't leave without me or alone. You stay together, I go alone, and I come back. Yes? Yes. Okay. Hang on, head out. Makes yourself as presentable as can be. Heads out the door, kind of closes it roughly behind her. The three of you remain in there. Well, at this point, I suppose I'm blowing off the jousting competition and the man who has my armor. I think you could still... Can you go get it now? It's no. half an hour by Steeda. He has to no. wear it for the tournament. The whole idea is that he's wearing it for the tournament at seven. And he gave me a ticket. Well, you'll be stealthy? <gasps> Do I have, um... You can't take that away from me. Can you wear any... Can you get armor? Can you rent armor? Can you wear the armor that you wore when we fought the mutant, perhaps? Didn't no, you wear his armor? It's getting fixed up. Oh. Uh. 
No, I don't even have mage armor prepared. I'm sorry. Um. Also, just because you didn't know, uh, so uh, Cliff has given us a 600 gold stipend for any kind of provisions. I have a list already. The thing is, for some of these things, he needs some time, so I need to get to the mail house. Maybe, well, wh- how long did the steether way take? Can, can it's, I? It's uh, half an hour from here to the far east. Do we think I could have time West. to... Yes. Is that right? West, it sorry. takes only half Ten minutes get... between townships, yeah. so Whoa. 30 minutes from coast yeah, dude. to coast. Real fast. Would I have time to get to the mail house with this list? Just Absolutely. Just in case tonight goes awry? Absolutely, yes. Okay. Um, uh, charcoal and collie pellets on the list. Is this in addition to the list that Cliff... No, you demanded that? Yes. Yes, as payment originally, right? Healing potions? Yes, I was going to get like half of it in healing potions, some arrows for Sephira for more of the like ethereal creatures that we might encounter with this mission and uh, some other like s- simple provisions um, a couple mm. of water breathing potions rations why water breathing potions that might be a conversation for a later time mm. but we're going to try to kind of use some of this money for future expeditions conversation went well then <sighs> yes Two weeks from now, pockets can get us into Finlock Forest, into the holding pens where the beast is kept. And that involves water-breathing potions, possibly antitoxins. We have time, but it wouldn't be bad to have them in advance if we can. <laughs> Finlock Forest. Two weeks, all right. I feel like that's the first time I've seen you smile in a long time. Sure. The idea is to get in there and get out of there without being seen or heard from from as little as we can. Did that make sense? Yes. I understood. Okay. All right, I don't... Pockets is... is he's an emissary envoy. Is that the word? An operative emissary. Operative <laughs> emissary. <laughs> no, he... Um, he finds contracts and facilitates the relationship with people and uh, uh, operatives he is he would greatly hurt his reputation with the entire Shade shade Assembly if they knew that he was doing this for me so it is a quiet operation in and out the list gets longer and longer is Jillian did you speak of Jillian did you find out where she is he He's been on the Samicha for weeks at this point, and whether he's spoken to her recently or not, it didn't seem like he had any new information for her, for right. us. Truthfully, I'm not sure what Marvin Bishop gets for us specifically, but I do think that he holds, him and Grimari, hold a lot of answers that we are looking for. Agreed? With the Harvest. I'm not... This is regardless of my past with Grimari. Oh, His God. involvement in the Harvesting Yard. And, and, and Marvin Bishop's involvement in the study of Mycenid Extract. I, I think that finding Grimari, I think that communicating with Grimari can give us more information with what we're dealing with specifically here. Do you think you're going to find him in Finlock Forest? That's the rumor. Marvin thinks that he... We Marvin, cannot dally there. Marvin assumes 
Marvin thinks that he can help us find Grimari. Okay. Or at least communicate with him through another mirrored inscription spell. No way. Yes. There's more of them? There's one other one in his personal diary. Stop. And where's the other page? That's why I want to rescue Marvin Bishop. Oh, he's smart. He's not telling you until we get him, huh? (laughs) He is a scientist. You don't know where they're going after tonight, do you? Presumably Mukmu. Mukmu. Mukmu, right. That's where the lemonade man is. That's a good thing we're heading in the opposite direction. They don't... They don't harbor any ill will towards him personally. These people that are holding him. Marvin Bishop? Yes. No, they want to... That's what I'm saying, is they want to keep him safe. I don't think we run... He is important to them. I don't think we run the risk of being detected and having them just kill the hostage or anything. That is in our favor, but... We might not want to stay at all hands on deck tonight. Also, just makes me want me to let it lie. Yes, why, why... Um, if things go poorly, we should not... What? If things go poorly, we should not stay here at all hands on deck, perhaps. Mm. I rented a room again at the Upa Ale House. Mm. Oh, okay. All that right. sounds good. So perhaps we go there this evening. Agreed. Oh, that's going to be... Steed away. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Did you... Do we did know you... how late that stays open? Yeah. Perhaps we could bribe someone? That didn't go very well the last time you tried that. Look... We'll go to a different entrance, perhaps. Oh, God. Okay. Or I could just kill him. We'll oh, no. Him. Kill who? No, no, the no. The guard at the no. Steedaway? No, 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 no. I was joking, Tiefling. Where are you? We have an hour and, we have an hour and a half to kill. Well, I was going to Mailhouse. Do you want to come with me? Oh, wait. Steedaway. Do you want to come to Mailhouse? Uh, no, I don't want to wait. Uh, we only are allowed ten trips on the Steedaway. What? As a group. Total? F- per day. Oh. How many have you used? Personally, three. Three? Why three? Okay. Well, I went to... You don't have to... Well, I went fine. to the mail house, and then I went to <laughs> Nutenburg, and then I had to come back here. And I think Safira used two, so we're probably at five. Did I just hear one? No, it's true. Great. You know, round trip, baby? Yeah. Sorry. Here's Safira in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I can well, just go by myself. No, no, I'll come with you. I'll sit at the bar here then and wait for Safira. Okay. Good. Okay. Is that all right? Yes. Yeah. Are you okay? Are we... Yes. It's good. We will all know where the others are. Okay, we're right. going. Good luck. Oh, um, just in case. Rid of, rid of service, broken crown. could have used this 20 minutes ago. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> Maybe we'll go back. All right. If this is a quick trip. So I'll be at the bar. Bye-bye. All right. The group splits. Safira off in the direction of the oh tall ports. Graven and Orba head to the Steederway. We'll follow them as they go through the Steederway. You're seen through by the rather obstinate guards. Or go on through, sees you through. You get on the Steederway. <laughs> you make your way to Nagarwas, and we will track you as you come out in the Nagarwas Steederway. Which once again, you come out of the Melvin Hogs Memorial Building, which you are 
intimately familiar with at this point. Oh, it's my mm-hmm. first time on this theater way. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, it takes, the, takes her first ride through this theater way. Oh, my God. Sort of, again, in awe of the speed at which the arachnid travels through the tunnels, digging into the walls as it goes through. Give it a bum patch, you'll get yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> Can we say that, I mentioned it, but that I went up and got my mason shield. Sure, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, say, yeah, we'll <laughs> say you gathered your things. Um, but this all, they, they no. check your names on the list, and they do inform you that this is rides six and seven out of ten. <laughs> oh my god. How much do they cost after that? Uh, I will look that up. Oh, it was expensive. Well, yeah, because you're rolling in it now. Is it more than 11 copper? <laughs> um, yeah, it is. Like it is two. three gold per township <laughs> with an additional <laughs> fee for luggage if you're not just carrying like your 12 they better gold be feeding to go coast spiders. to coast. 12 gold to go coast to coast. It's three, no, it's only no, nine, nine gold. Nine. Yeah, I'm walking on it, baby. Yeah, nine, nine gold. gold. Steeder handlers better be well paid. <clears throat> I gave this is Nagarwas, yeah. Yep, the best. So since the last time you were in Nagarwas, during the day, the streets have cleared out considerably. For Orba, the marketplace that was welcoming the Ropperleers on their way through to the mountains has vanished as quickly as it appeared. And after exiting the Melvin Hogg's Memorial Building, the sounds of the wind blowing through the trees and the river flowing supersede any of the idle chatter or foot traffic moving throughout the town. It changes a bit as you approach the mail house, which is bustling, as usual. And if you didn't know better, you'd swear that besides the nearby farms, the entire Nagarwas workforce was employed here. I mean, from your walk to the Melvin Hogs to here, you saw maybe two people, and now there's 30 people working here at the mail house. This sort of monument here to the incredible import and export of parcels and letters and things that you watch as they're coming through. And for passing inquiries, the podium by the front set of stairs is in its usual spot. Though there is someone finishing up their business that gives you pause as they begin to turn. A muscular human man with a blue bandana that holds his hair back, a dusty jacket, and strong thighs and fitted trousers. It's the man that you charmed back at Butez's tattoo parlor. And he looks just as displeased now as he did on that day. He has not looked up yet. He looks like he received a letter from the mailhouse. He's kind of looking very closely at it, reading. He's kind of cursing under his breath a little bit. But he's walking in your direction, but he's got his head buried in the letter there. Can Orba quickly see him and just pull Graven in front Give of me her? a stealth check with advantage. He's not looking. God damn it. I'll let her. Sure. <laughs> I'll, allow <laughs> I'll allow it. Stealth with advantage. Oh, baby. 16. Great. Just as he's coming in the opposite direction, Orba pulls herself around the opposite side of Graven, and aside from your tail that kind of swishes out the back a little bit, (laughs) you've obscured yourself pretty well from the guy, and again, he's not looking up, so he doesn't uh, clock your presence. uh, Is he mumbling about something? Do I hear what he uh, says? Give me a perception check. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Fucking tiefling. Natural 20. So his mumbling seems to grow louder as he reads this. Like his growing frustration as he continues to read. Sort of, this entire fucking north is a fucking shithole. Oh my god! Everything's so fucking far apart. Nobody respects the fucking chain of command. These shithead fucking northerners. Continues one. My goodness. Complaining about his post and and the north, living here in the north. Once I see that he's pretty fully. Something wrong, Orba. Oh, him? Uh, just some jerk that I charmed. <laughs> He's being mean. Um, He's being very rude. Mm. 
I charmed someone though. It was the first time. It was very exciting. Oh yeah. Yeah. How did it feel? <laughs> kind of cool. <laughs> like a little, like when you hold people, it must be like ten times what I felt. Feels pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a finality to it sometimes. You know, like a, Anyway, good job. Uh, well, I'll keep an eye out for him, I suppose. Yeah, he's not going to take kindly <laughs> to me. You, don't think you feel be... like you kind of registered his general appearance mm -hmm. in case you saw him again. Not as big as like a um, Vernet. He's not like my size. Oh no, no, definitely not. No. <laughs> yeah, he's he's muscular, but he's you know yeah. he's regular sized man, right. not especially tall or, or large. All right. Well, are we here picking up or dropping off? Well. I was going to pick up chess pieces, but I feel wrong taking them because oh, they're bizarre right. and, well, she's not coming and Cliff is going to know that, so. I was going to say hang on to them for now, but that might not even be the best idea, would it? Probably not. Maybe I could say return Do they store things here? I don't know. Mm. Well, they're going to get the list right away, I would imagine, so I could say please retrieve your pieces because I should not claim them. I know. I think, I think that's best. I do too. It's a, Again, it's a sign of goodwill. If it was some other, you know, schmuck, I would not take them, but it's Cliff. Sorry, Bizarro. Me too. I'm sorry too. Maybe right. Senka will pull through. Should we check to see if we have any mail? Sure. I mean, no one's going to write me, but... Hey, who knows? Okay, we'll check. Make your way up to the podium. Yes. There's another person in line that quickly gets their parcel and moves on. And you see Baldwin there, sort of. Uh, yes. What can I get for you? Welcome to the mail house. Mm. Hello. Uh, anything for Ilvigo? Uh, look. Um, while I'm checking. Uh, anything under Orba? I'll take a quick check. Give me a moment. Goes. Looks like he thumbs through a few ledgers. Even consults someone off to the side there to see. Were you expecting something? I was, yeah. Um, sorry. Oh. Were you expecting something? Um, I thought so, but... Oh, nothing. Uh, nothing under that name at the moment. All right. Uh, for you, a letter. Great, mm. thank you. He takes out a little parchment that's folded and sealed. You can crack open this name. <clears throat> you can read it. If yeah, you can Orba, like, yeah. stand aside, I guess? Who's it from? It's from who <clears throat> we expected. It says, your light whistle, light whistle chess pieces as requested. One emerald encrusted bishop, one emerald encrusted knight. In your operating budget of 600 gold pieces, specify where the goods should be delivered. They will arrive by noon tomorrow at the latest. Okay. Mm. Oh, so they don't expect us to leave until noon. That's good. <clears throat> yeah, but we don't know where we're staying. Well, now, aren't we? How are we going to get there by, mo like... If we only have ten rides on the steeder, that's an eight-hour horse ride. We pay some gold. And if we wait, isn't it ten rides per day? If we wait till tomorrow, we get it for free. Ooh, wait till midnight. <laughs> <laughs> here's Graven's, or here's Erlen's voice in his ear. Yeah. Wait till midnight. <laughs> wait till midnight. <laughs> uh, I don't know how late they operate, but I don't know when it resets, but in the morning we could take it. Okay. Um, if there's anything else Mr. Ironcloud should know, please disclose it along with your operating budget or have Salus relay the message. Salus is back? Or was gonna like look around and see if Salus is falling? Did they say when and 
where he would be when he came back? No. Where did no. you first meet him? Was it in this township? I met no. I met him in Naupa, and well, he was actually dismissed. Um, I didn't tell. I didn't tell Safira or Erland. I think, but um, so uh, privately. Sure. Uh, well, in order to um, find people like me, he had to do a test, and it was um, fatal if not, <laughs> and he found nobody. So um, lots of dying. And, and dead people, and Cliff found out it wasn't really something he got approved for. So he, so when Cliff found out, he kind of sent him to, to leave for a couple days. But he's back, and I want to see him well, because he's a wizard. I'm glad <laughs> that you were what they were looking for. Yeah, me too. I would have died. <laughs> so I'm pretty happy. So I guess I'll I'll, I'll write and I'll say my list mm. and. What's a respectable way to say, um, so, uh, Mr. Ironcloud, sir, our party is, is down to four. We are confident that we will be uh, strong and safe in our journeys. Mm-hmm. And, um... That we will perhaps try to recruit someone else, but... No, oh, okay. I mean, we can, just, I guess. Just put it out there. I don't know. I don't want him to think that we need a party member that we don't know or trust. Fair. He could just give us someone. We can do it. Okay. I will I will write that. Mm. Okay. Okay. I want to make sure I have everything on my list. And as he sees you writing, you see Baldwin there at the podium, and he holds up like a little pouch that it sort of... I was told that... Um, you would provide a letter and that I would give you this. Yes, there has actually been a bit of a change <clears throat> in plans. Is there a way to return those to the sender? He sort of looks very confused at the pouch. That is not what I was told. I understand. Uh, we are going to communicate in the letter the reason for the return. And should anything you know, fall down onto you, please pass it along that it was us who instructed it. All right. Takes the pouch. And you sort of, with the last lingering oh, look, God. as he sort of puts it down into a drawer mm. there. <sighs> okay. So I guess Orb is going to, can I just take a second to write out the sure, rest yes. of that stuff to Cliff, but mm-hmm. I have the list. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Mm-hmm. I guess I should get actual paper and not my slices of bread post-it notes. <laughs> Anything else I can do for you? I don't think so. Um, how long does a letter from, like, take to get to Mukmu and then something to come back from Mukmu? Uh, there and back. We do run regular uh, trips to Mukmu. Probably still close to a week and a half. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Thanks. Perhaps closer to a week if it's a, if you get on the wagon right away. I sent something a couple days ago. I didn't know when to anticipate the response. It's probably not for a little longer. Okay. Thanks. Um, do you think? Uh, thank you. He nods. Heads back. Do you think it's worth maybe trying to update Jillian as to our whereabouts by sending something to Calcetra? If you want to, Calcetra seems like she very much keeps a degree of separation to keep her safe. Right, but what I'm saying is 
if we wanted to send something to Jillian, where else would we send it? That would be the one place that I would think of to... Yeah, that would be my only point of contact as well. You can, if you want. What would you like to tell her? Stuff? Where we're headed. Oh. If you if you would like to. Perhaps. Okay. Yes. What would you want? Could you, could you write it for me? No. <laughs> do you know how to write? Yes. Okay, I can write. I was just wondering. It's okay. I don't do it that often. No. I just... <gasps> I very. I know you like to write. I... Yeah, okay. All right. From... You usually write the two first. Right, I... right. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. To Jillian. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> from... No, you put the message oh, in right, from... Oh, right, right. Um, uh, hope you are well. Okay. We leave Navikapura mm-hmm. under uh, uh, issuance from Cliff. Planted. <laughs> Should we not mention Finlock Forest to her? <laughs> um, I wouldn't put anything in the okay, script. Okay, okay. <laughs> if, if that you don't want somebody else to read, if it's intercepted. Yes, yes. Um, maybe it's a bad idea in general. Do you like her or something? She was very helpful. Maybe she would want to have a way to get a hold of us again. And... Sure. We are heading north. <laughs> and they're hoping to be back in the Vikapura soon? Maybe? Well, that might not be for a few weeks. I don't know how they're going to get the letter to us. Unless it's in a city. Right. We are hoping to be back in the Vikapura <laughs> to replenish... Supplies. Supplies. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, now we're rolling. <laughs> <laughs> In a few weeks. <laughs> okay. Um, well. Oh, uh, maybe she's made more progress on the on her own endeavors. Mm-hmm. Sure. What news from the woods? <laughs> it was in the woods, Find right? In the mountains. Here. What news from the mountains? Find us there by mail or in person if needed. Yes, that sounds good. Love, Graven. Mm, best, Graven. Sincerely, Graven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you want to sign it? Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> How's that? That looks great. Thank you. <laughs> Fold it up, seal it up. <laughs> you realize we're going to have to pay post on this. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I got a little. Uh, so to Calcetra and took uh, uh, Yes, I believe I have her address actually. Good. Okay. All right. Um. 
I still haven't written my thing to Cliff, but maybe you'll <laughs> cut away at some point. The, uh, like, the list of supplies. I have the yeah, list. I'll, I'll I just need to write the bizarre sure. thing. Sure, that, that's okay. okay. We can say you give him that letter. Okay, great. Um, I think I have her address, but just for now. Okay, so we'll say that you... Um, he when he comes when Baldwin comes back he doesn't ask for postage on the one to Cliff it seems like he was expecting uh, a reply that would go back out immediately okay. and I'll I'll calculate the postage for Tuktu as well great but just make sure you know what you want to send and we will head over to the tall ports Ooh, buddy. thanks Mohan's probably at the tall ports at this time of day you would imagine is uh, working hours still. It's not. You can see the dock still very much in the process of loading and offloading. More loading now. The offloading has happened earlier in the morning. The uh, you don't know the name of the ship, but you see that kind of larger ship that sticks out on the north end, the Samicha, that has kind of a unique sail pattern to it. And that ship seems to be going out. So it occurs to me, I have a description of him, don't I? Or do I just have his of name who? of Mohan? Of Mohan? I don't, I don't think I do. I don't know what he looks like. Yeah, I don't okay, think great. Can I not tell you where he lives? No. <laughs> but stuck. you do get to the Tallport boardwalk there, and you can even see, it's fairly easy for a citizen, that the piers that go out, it's mostly people working the Tallports themselves. And then for civilians, there's this sort of warehouse, kind of dual warehouse with a large opening on one side, that there's lines of people who are looking for civilian inquiries. People that are boarding ships, people that want to send things out on one of these boats, or people that are looking for passage or possibly goods coming in. So you can see civilian inquiries here in the these warehouses. Can I kind of try to look for anyone who looks like they're working at the tall ports and see if I can't there's hold them aside? <laughs> and let me kind of pull someone aside and Sure. Yeah. Hey, I mean, there's people like carrying crates and things, <laughs> moving wheelbarrows. I'm going to stop someone who doesn't look like they're going to die if they stop. <laughs> sure. There's a guy wheeling a wheelbarrow okay, that um, wheels right by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, mate. Quick question. Uh, do you know where Mohan Fowler is? I'm looking for him. Yeah, he's probably in his office, but he's not going to see just anyone. I'm not just anyone. Where's his office? Well, all right. Uh, if you yes. head on into the warehouse there, you'll take a right and there's a door, but you'll see guards at the door. You'll probably have to talk to someone to get in. Okay, thanks. Cheers, mate. Yeah, all right. I'm going to walk towards where he... Sir. So you start to walk in that direction, and as he described, there is sort of a large door with a thick kind of mahogany frame at the back of the warehouse that's even behind some of those tables where the civilian inquiries people are sitting with ledgers, taking notes and records, and there's two guards, one on either side of the door. So even to get to that door, you're walking, like, past these people with all their ledgers and records and things. Oh, okay. Hi, um, I, I was here to see Mohan Fowler. Yes. <laughs> and what business brings you to the tall ports? Um, well, it's, uh, it's personal business, uh... If it were possible for me to uh, see him, I'm sure he would tell you uh, that he wants to talk to me. Mr. Fowler is present and potentially available. Brilliant. Great. Although Mr. Fowler has been taking extra precautions huh. following the recent break-in at his personal residence. Oh, right. Can okay. I ask what this is regarding? Uh, yeah, a friend of mine referred me to him. Uh, she's a friend of his. Can uh, you produce such a referral? Uh, well, kind of. Uh, Safira, and like, kind of hesitantly oh, no. takes out of her bag the piece <laughs> of charred cloth. Yeah. Uh, she told me this would make sense to him. 
Yeah. It's from a voyage. You can show it to him. She's kind of like shrug, like apologetically <laughs> kind of hands it. it and he looks at it and doesn't think much of it. I'll ask. Thank you. I appreciate that. Gets up. And you can see him <laughs> not rolling his eyes, but he can you can tell that he doesn't think this is going to mean anything. He walks over to the two guards and sort of quietly explains to either of them. One of them opens the door and he goes through. A little moment passes comes back out, and he no longer has the cloth in his hand. His hands are empty, comes out, nods to the two guards, door closes. And imagine my surprise when Mr. Fowler took one look at your item and agreed to see you. That's what she said nice. would happen. <laughs> well, you can go right on into his office, though the guards will search you upon entry. Okay, uh, sure. Have a nice day. Thanks, you too. Sits back. I'm gonna kind of like it. very. I'm gonna try to be very like open. I'm letting them. And as you're approaching, they're already like, kind of visually yeah. looking you up and down, <laughs> making sure. All right. Gonna Bo's like gonna have around. to stay outside. Okay. And, and I'll take it off and kind of. Sickle's gonna have to stay outside. Okay. Anything else we should know about? <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna give. Can I check this? Any? I'm t taking my bag and can I check this with you? I'll hold it. Okay. And uh, pat it down, and the other guy just kind of. Pats you down, make sure there's no blades or anything. You're not carrying anything outside the back. No, right? I'm not. Head on in. Thank you. Motions to the door, and you begin to enter. And Mohan's office is nothing fancy, but it does kind of have this sort of old world sophistication to it. Deep browns for the walls, the desks, the chairs. Stacks of parchment on every available surface with shipping orders, navigational charts, and this aroma of tobacco that lingers on the nostrils, a little sweet, a little mossy, a little leathery. And the man himself is seated with a pipe in one hand and the charred bit of cloth in his other. He turns it over between his fingers, and at one point he almost like holds it up to the side of the head and touches it to his cheek, almost... Like he, like one would listen for the ocean on a seashell. He sort of touches it against the side of his face where his little salt and pepper hair brushes against it. And he pulls it down, looks at it, takes another pull from the pipe. You want to know how I know this ain't fucking fake? Actually, yeah, very much. Well, first of all, there ain't that many people who know about the boat that Jillian and I sailed on. The ones who could confirm it are just about fully dead and buried. Second, and he puts, sort of pushes the cloth just to the other side of the table. Right here. He points to a little brown spot. One might mistake that for char, but it's blood. Huh. My blood, in fact. <laughs> I used a bit of the jib to stem the bleeding of my nose at one point. We laughed about it later when we saw the droplets on the cloth. Have a seat. I'm gonna and he's this desk that's covered in these pages. He sort of just pushes a stack of papers. It topples <laughs> over to the side, pushes another thing to make a little space to see across the table from you. She tell you uh, why we were sailing together? No, she did tell me that you were nearly died. Yeah. So. During the war, Jillian took a contract with my boss at the time, Rick Stenslin. We were tasked with sneaking supplies all the way from Dillasoon down to Tuktu. 
And back then, it was a hell of a lot safer to go all the way around Finlock and down the coast than it was passing through the center of Anisuyu. Now, just past the Honey Coast, we hit a storm like I ain't ever seen before. Wind was these swirling torrents so strong they picked the water up, sent them firing by our ship like little missiles, liquid javelins. Right, scary. <laughs> Later, uh, there was some speculation that it was the work of these tempests. That oh, the right. Grove. Yeah, I know of those. Yeah. Just bad luck on our part. We were headed by. Yeah, rotten luck. <laughs> anyway, the boat got struck, crashed into the shore. Jillian and I, we had to haul whatever goods were left on makeshift fucking sleds through the mangroves. <laughs> Gods. That sounds like a nightmare. My back ain't ever recovered since those days. I don't doubt it. Dragon. And the only other two survivors of the ship, <laughs> they deserted long before we hit the Ackley River. Right. Jillian, though. She never stopped. Oh, no, she never would. You do know her, then. I do. Well, I sure as shit wasn't going to be shown up by some fancy operative. <laughs> so you kept up with her? Yeah, I did my part. All right, good on you. <laughs> and we got to took to and the looks on the faces of these people. I mean, young recruits, children, mothers and fathers. Those supplies meant everything to them. It meant the strength to keep going. I've seen those looks. Ended up volunteering for seven more fucking runs between Dillasoon and Tuktu. Right. Dodging the Empire's Navy all the way through. Oh, thanks for your service. <laughs> I'm rambling, and you came to see me. I assume you got something to say. What is it? I do. I have questions. Uh, tricky questions. So I hope you're prepared for those. <laughs> Let me take another... Hit of this pipe. <laughs> he puts the pipe down. So, the Stitchers, Void 2, are you familiar? I've heard it, but it ain't me, if that's what you came to ask. No, I was hoping it wasn't you, but I wanted to know what you knew about it, basically. Oh, you're going to be disappointed there. Well, I mean, the fact that you know about it is already more than I've gotten from most people. Well, I know it's something in the gentle void. I hear whispers of it. But you have to understand, and maybe you know this. You seem to know more than I would have thought. The gentle void is moving in a new direction. So it seems... At one time, uh, Gentle Void climbing up through the ranks, that'd get you respect, sometimes power, but rarely rich. That's now, changed now? They're one of the big parties deep into the Mykonid trade. So yeah, right. that's changed. It's attracted the worst kind of people. I think some of the uh, new guard, as it were, well, they know that I don't fully sympathize on that account. This Mykonid shit, I don't care. Does Use that put it. you in danger? Maybe. 
I Maybe heard Sunday. your house was attacked. Was that something to do with... <sighs> Oddly enough, I don't think that was related. <laughs> oh, well, that's good, I suppose. <laughs> I guess. Always better to know than not. So you say you don't agree with it. Is there a reason for that? I mean, I can tell you I... I agree with you. I also am scared of the stuff, but Honestly, I'd like to know it's why. not really the stuff itself. It's just what it's doing to my country. And I've seen how it's changed the void. Okay. And what is it doing to your country? I mean, obviously... People used to stand for something. Especially the void. We were the... Leading company against the empire, against the nobles, against the corruption, and now people know that the fastest way to put a bit of coin in your pocket is to buy and sell Mykonid. And we are the leaders in buying and selling Mykonid. Right. So, I'm assuming you know who is at the head of Void 2 or who is part of the distribution? No. <laughs> you assume a lot. So they're keeping it very secret, even from people on the inside? Is that a strategy to keep people from climbing the ranks? What is that? I think that's a strategy from keeping me out of their business. Oh, you specifically? I got a lot of people under my command that respect me. They'd follow me. Oh, and they're scared if you um, talk shit, they'll have a bit of a revolution? Perhaps. Right. I think what they're primarily scared of is that if they put me in the know, then I am firmly in the know. And you can't take that back once you do it. Right. I wouldn't turn on my brothers and sisters of the void, not like that, but I don't know that they know that. Okay. So they don't trust you with the information? I guess you could put it that way. I think that they cleverly pick and choose what they do and do not tell me regarding the Mykonid trade. Oh, well, that seems clear, yeah. What I don't know can't hurt me. So then you wouldn't know uh, about any collaboration with the Broken Crown? You've heard the name Void 2 before. And stitches, are they used interchangeably, or are they different entities? Everything that I've heard says they're the same. Right. That's Maybe they I'm got thinking. more organized and came up with a better bit of branding, as it were. Yeah, I've heard it's some collaboration between the Gentle Void and the Broken Crown. Ain't got much more than that for you. Okay. And do you know many people in the Void who are using this stuff? Is it fairly common? Mykonid Pure? Probably a little less common. It's expensive But, but the extract, not That's the concentrate. That's what I mean, pure extract. Right. Yeah. Right, Some oh. people use it, sure. That was another thing. You haven't heard of um, them selling something more concentrated than the extract, have you? No. Have you seen anyone with blackened fingernails? I work at the docks. Everybody's got black fucking mm. fingernails. No, no. And I'm going to describe to him in detail like sure. what I mean by the blackened fingernails. Not to my knowledge. Right. 
Okay. Um, You've asked me a lot of questions. Let me interrupt for a moment. Sure, please. What's the end game here? Well, Looking for Void 2, but you don't want to be a part of Void 2? No, Just so, guessing by your tone. No, I, I, I don't. In the interest of being honest, because I like you and Julian trusts you, which says a lot. I want to take it apart. Look, if you're asking me about what I think about this stuff... I think it's remarkably dangerous. I think it's more dangerous than we even know, and I think we're using it widely, and I think we're not going to find out the side effects and the full effects of what this stuff does for another decade. But I think if we don't do anything now, then it's going to go out of control in a way that I think could gen... Like, really, I think it could destroy the world as we know it. Make a persuasion check with advantage. Yeah. With advantage? Steal your dice. (laughs) You're welcome, my dice. <laughs> <laughs> your dice is better than my dice. I steal your dice from that one. Persuasion? Mm-hmm. I have no modifier. 18. Stuff sure does have a hold on this continent, doesn't it? Yeah, it's scary. It's addictive, and it's possibly transformative in a way that's really scary. Um, me speaking on the business of the gentle void probably ain't wise, but even if I wanted to... I wouldn't have much to tell you. Just about all of it goes through the short ports, and the only reason I've held my post here at the tall ports is because I got strong ties amongst my own. We've been together a long time. But even that seems to be dwindling. Fucking traitors coming to my house on a grudge showing no deference at all. I mean... It just all seems so insurmountable. Well, the idea is not to do it alone. I travel with companions, and not just that, we know powerful people. And eventually, what I want to do is take this information, information that I get about who's distributing this, what it can do, what it's going to do, and I want to give it to the right people, people who are powerful, people who can do something, people who are much more big and scary than I am. Well, I ain't gonna be your leading expert on Void 2 or the Stitchers. It's alright, you don't have to be. All I need are names. People who might be experts. People who might know something. People who might be willing to give something up. People who have something to gain by giving something up. Anyone who has an axe to grind, I'll take anything. It's hard to do the right fucking thing, ain't it? Even harder to turn your back on the men and women that you been shoulder to shoulder with all these years. Believe me, I know. Seems impossible to stem the fucking bleeding here in Antisuyu. Yeah, it's bad here. It's really bad. I'll think on those names. I'll see what I can do. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It would be very helpful anything you can do. Have you seen I'm going to kind of try to describe the mutants to him. Like, I'm going to kind of... Have you seen this? You see see a growing sort of wonderment and horror in his his face as you describe them. So, just so you know, so I can give someone, one of the right people, some of the right information, just so you know, I can't get into everything I've seen because, look, I, I actually don't know you, but... 
what this drug can do to people is beyond what anyone imagines. People are using this to turn people into weapons. Well, I've never heard of anything like that. Never I know, but fucking you, anything. You will. You will, and it's here. It's here already. McKenna knows. McKenna has them. He makes them. Look, you're in this. These are people you trust. These are people you care for. These are people that he's putting at risk. Everyone whose name is associated with the Vigental Void now is going to be associated with this. All right, all right. Give me a second. That includes you. And you don't seem like the kind of person who, I don't know, I don't think you'd want a part of that. Just give me a fucking second. Right, sorry. All right. Look, it... It's everywhere in Antisuyu, right? I know. Every city, every corner, every street. And now there's the Steedaway. I'm sure it'll get... I, I mean, it's just going to get worse. But if we could just... If we could stem the bleeding from Antisuyu is what I mean. Just... If we could maybe just... If we could strike a blow to the trade overseas. Yes, that would be ideal. Maybe we brew a little conflict here on the continent. There's a ship that they started planning a route for. A big one. Okay. Set to go from the Talls to Saveni's Wharf in Kiira. Okay. It's going out of my ports, so I get the manifest, which is curiously light on cargo for a ship that size. Well, you know what the cargo is? Yeah, I've had my fucking suspicions. <laughs> could very well be the biggest single shipment of myconid extract ever sent across the ocean. Give it to me. Right. <laughs> what if? And I'm, I'm just I'm just fucking thinking here. What if that ship were to find its way to the bottom of the ocean? You'd have to believe that that'd make him think twice in the future, right? I would. And maybe, as someone privy to the navigational charts... I could pick a spot out on the water that would make for a fine ambush. Sure, look, as much as possible, I like to leave actual people out of it, so... Well, I think you need to make that fucking decision right now. I want... Look, I want to sink the ship. Yes. People are gonna die. I understand. People are already dying. I'm trying to pick, as much as I can, the right people without playing God. What I'm asking you is might you and your companions Absolutely, you yes. It'd take planning. I know. And people that we can trust. Yes. But I'll fucking bet we can make it happen. Look, I have three people I can trust. Three fucking people? <laughs> when you said fucking companions, I thought you had an army behind you. Well, and I'm going to kind of... One's a Goliath, he's a cleric, he's very strong and very magically powerful. The other's a young tiefling, and you'd be shocked by what she can do. And the other is a monk trained at Atonement's End. We're all... and and I, incidentally, am a ranger. I'm not doubting your companions. Look... We need probably more people. I'm not saying it's yeah, not a... Yeah, we need more than probably just more people. Okay. 
in addition to this gimping the long trade, I'd bet that'd stir some shit up here too, and that bear might very well be worth it. You could get the gentle boy to start tearing itself apart, figuring out what went wrong. Look, this problem is much bigger than just the void. It's going to be the broken crown, it's going to be everything. But everywhere we can cut off distribution is a good place to, to start. I mean, look, I want to know how far this goes. I want to know how much the broken crown is involved. I want to know who of the Molefaz is funding part of this with the gentle void and with the broken crown. People with power and with means... They're controlling this thing. I mean... Well, I think this would be a good way to get them to stick their heads out of the sand. Yeah, I think so too. They haven't taken my job away yet. So, I might be able to finesse the departure date of this ship because it is going out of my ports. It's not going to happen overnight. It's in the beginning stages of getting organized. The route, the manifest. It's probably going to be a few weeks before they're ready to set sail. Okay. Where are you going to be in a few weeks? In a few weeks, we should be in the mountains. Shouldn't we? Or no? Wait, where the fuck are we going to be in a few weeks? You know about <laughs> I, I, I guess I don't that. know. Yeah. Oh, Can you be fucking here is what I'm asking you. Yeah, you're going to need to be specific with the timeline, but yes... I can be here. I will make sure I'm here. Let's call it four. Four weeks. Four weeks, okay. I can do four weeks. Hopefully by then, I'll have a good idea of the route that this ship has taken from here to Ki'ira. We can pick out a spot, and during that time, maybe drum up a few fucking allies beyond the three very capable people that I'm sure you have. Right, (laughs) yes, yes, you're right. It'll have to be people we really trust. Yeah. I had one other one. Sorry. Well, look, I'll see what I can do in that time. Don't get yourself killed in those four weeks or I'm fucked. (laughs) I I will do everything in my power not to. Look, you don't know how much I appreciate this. I've seen this stuff tear people apart. You're saving lives, what you're doing. And I know it's not easy. I've taken lives. I've saved lives. I'd like to save my fucking country. Good. Small steps. Anything else? No. Thank you. He reaches out, touches the piece of cloth. Can I keep this? Please. Look, if I see Jillian again, I'll tell her you helped tremendously. If you see Jillian again, tell her to oh, strap her on to, some fucking yeah, boots. Yeah, you're right. I'll tell her to come <laughs> along. Look, if, if I find anyone else, obviously, also, I will bring them. All right. I'll see what I can do as well. Thank you. I've tried to tell you everything I know. If you... Your, your men... 
try to keep them away from this stuff. I can. The only other thing I'll say is they are doing experiments, and apparently, it's fucking creatures you're fucking describing. You don't want any of them to become one of those. They have moments where they know what they are. Is there a risk of that? My men turning into these fucking things? Only if they're using... It's not extract. It, it's more concentrated. It's called concentrate. They would have to be exposed to that. Alright. So if anyone... i try to keep my men clean of it. All of it. If you see anyone's fingernails turn black, they're at risk. Fingernails black. Alright. Black females. All right. All right. Well, just tell them to stop taking it, whatever they're taking. I'll do my best. I know some of them like to use a fucking microl or whatever after yeah. hours. Yeah, I know. That seems to be a popular pastime. I don't like that either, but you know. All right. All right. I, got, I got some, I I got some preparations to make. Thank you for seeing me. Thank you for your time. Yeah. I'll Thanks, see you in four weeks. See you in four. And I'm going to nod and give him kind of like a... If I see you around, I'll pretend not to know you. Sure, okay. I'd I'll do the same. i if you did the same. Oh, sure, of course. All right. All Thank right. You. He goes back to his kind of navigational charts here at the desk. He takes the pipe, and it looks like he's going to kind of take a, a hit from the pipe, and then he kind of dumps out the tobacco. He seems to be keeping a kind of focused mind on the task here as he goes back to his building. <sighs> oh, we got a ship! You head back <laughs> out to the tall ports with the ocean breeze washing over your face, and that is where we are going to yeah, end. Oh, ship, I got a ship! In two weeks we're killing a chimera and four weeks we're sinking a boat in the yeah. ocean. Yeah. That's gonna be like four hundred episodes. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Until Also, we need to start making our fucking lists. Our Jillians, our Boorahs, oh, yeah. our, our Reina Kuroses, all strapping up. So we can do like our Ocean's like, Eleven oh, montage. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's gonna be like you six son of a bitch. I'm in. What <laughs> <laughs> list? What list? Boorahs is strangling someone. Start. You oh, son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> Good Holy luck. baby. Oh yeah, and there might be an ambush tonight that you guys are playing. Oh, so you know oh that God. also. Yeah, that also. That's gonna go well. Oh, it's gonna go. You better do some so fucking well. thinking. We better, we better thanking? all do some thinking. thinking. Also thinking. Some thinking. Also thanking. Thank you, Mr. Gentle Void, sir. For <laughs> is this, this is a different stream now. Please now we're from the South. <laughs> uh, we have a couple items to kind of cover regarding these past couple weeks and the weeks ahead. First of all, as we've said, we want to reiterate that we truly, sincerely thank you guys. The sort of surge, recent surge, and outpouring of support through some of the social media channels. We've had a very big influx of views and comments and follows, and we want to say... Welcome. Your presence is a gift. Don't and if you don't understand that reference yet, hopefully you will soon. It's not a spoiler. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> we can't tell you how much it warms our heart to sort of read your thoughts and what when you're diving into this. We've had a lot of, I'm diving in now. And um, <laughs> I wholly commend those who are pushing through some of the earlier <laughs> yeah. episodes that are riddled with all kinds of sound and color balance issues. There's a couple episodes there. Traveling away from Urinchupa, where oh, the gay man, the color parade. was oh well, that was sound, oh, yeah. but the the color Coloring. was 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 hot. We looked like we were on the sun. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully, we've got that in place uh, for better times ahead. 
And two things I want to say to people who are backtracking to kind of go back and, and view things. Uh, we are hoping to get more of our earlier episodes in podcast form. We know some people have asked about that. We don't have an exact timetable for it. It's something we're looking into. We picked the Genesis episode, which is right after, right before chapter 41, because it was kind of a logical end to the first major, major arc of the campaign. And we felt it solidified a lot of our audio problems, although we've obviously since upgraded since then. But <laughs> we, well, up. yes, and then also <laughs> maybe had no audio. <laughs> but we know that a lot of people like to follow along that way, so we are planning to retroactively put some more of those back in. Uh, the other note for people backtracking is a question that we get a lot, and very understandably, is where is chapter one? <laughs> it starts with chapter two, strangely enough. <laughs> chapter one was our session zero. So we were very much getting acclimated, not just to the idea of streaming, but for most of us, the idea of literally starting our first campaign ever. So that never aired, but we are in the process of recording a little chapter one primer that just touches on the, a little bit of the world lore, a little bit of what happened in that first episode. It was relatively short, um, so the, the recap isn't terribly long, but just a way to say, here's what happened in that, you know, missing time before or as the party was getting together, you know, in those in those first moments. Um, now, looking forward, instead of looking back, uh, we felt that this outpouring of support really could not have come at a better time. We promised this wasn't coordinated. <laughs> in addition to our new space that we're in, we are closing in on chapter 100, which is not only a milestone, that's oh just God. pretty cool, because it's a testament to this cast that we've kept it going through, you know, some shit going on. <laughs> Uh, this is going to be, at the end of episode 100, the end of what we're calling season one of A Peak Beneath the Veil. Now, just to clarify, it's not the end of campaign one, uh, just the season. And what we mean by that is when the party leaves Navikapura to head for the Rapper Mountains, they will officially be starting a very significant new arc of the campaign. And we felt that this was a very good time to do a kind of reintroduction where we begin with a little quick hit recap of maybe some major events, what each character's current goals are, some motivations, a little bit of lore refresher of the world. Basically, we just wanted to provide a good hopping on point for anyone who wanted to jump into watching live, but didn't necessarily want to go through some of the more technically challenged episodes or just, you know, 100 episodes is a lot of episodes. You may not want to, you know, start all the way from the beginning. So hopefully this should give us uh, a bridge for some of those people who'd like to, because people like the chat live environment. So if you're, if you're excited about that, hopefully season two will be a good place to jump in. In addition to the reintroduction, Season 2 comes with a bunch of new stuff that we're very excited about. Ooh. We have the new studio, obviously, which we're in. Uh, we have a new, we have new updated character art, which we can't wait to debut. Oh, baby. We have a brand new, totally fucking awesome intro video made by our very own Jordan, who's animating herself, and the pieces look so it's good. It's cool. It's a work in progress. Um, we have new original music composed by our very own John that's going to play during very the cool intro. Fuck yeah. uh, so it's a completely homemade uh, in-house production. And it also, uh, it may not, in fact, it probably will not be in the first episode of season two, but we will return to having guest appearances on the show, oh, which is something yeah. that we sorely, sorely missed. But 
didn't, you know, we didn't have the space in our old space. In addition to that, you know, it was a pandemic. It's hard to get people to crowd into a little room to play D&D, which I'm sure many of you are, are familiar with that struggle. <laughs> um, but we are going to go back to having some guests, which is a blast. We love to have guests. If you've seen some of the older episodes that have guests, they're some of our favorite oh, episodes. Man. It just adds so a fun. new wrinkle to the dynamic of the party every single time. So <laughs> we will we will return to having some guests in the new space, and uh, and that'll be a lot of fun as well. On the Sunday after Chapter 100, so that is just after Season 1, but before Season 2, we are taking a break week as we prep for Season 2, but we are still streaming that week. We're going to be doing a little Q&A, talkback, retrospective. A while back we did something, I think we called it Tabletop Talks, where we watched some funny clips, some important moments. It will have spoilers in it for those who, who uh, are worried about spoilers. But we'll, we'll laugh at some of the silly moments and, and revisit some of our favorites uh, throughout the first season of A Peak Beneath the Veil, all that good stuff. Yeah, so, is the DM oh, going to be like taking questions during this? If there's people... I have several. You know, we DM. Uh, what the fuck? Hey, um, how how dare you, first yeah, of all? Um, second of all, how could you? Uh, we, we can certainly take questions during it. When we did tabletop talks before, um, we stuck to mostly clips, but if there's if there's questions in the chat, we can. Uh, it doesn't have to just be for the DM either. You can, say, <laughs> you can say, hey, Graven, why'd you kill that guy? Or, hey, Erland, what were you thinking? Yeah, hey, Graven, why did you kill that guy? <laughs> you are an asshole. I asked for the yay or nay, and I well, got, yeah. the got the yay. yay. Typical <laughs> I didn't mean to derail your announcement. Typical puny <laughs> Southland. No, that, that's, that's yeah, all. So thank you. I'm sorry for that long-winded announcement, but we have a lot of sort of exciting announcements to make. Uh, come along for the ride. Maybe. We really hope you enjoy. We will continue to fumble our way through Antisuyu as we begin <laughs> season two here on Tabletop Notch. Um, before we... Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, hold on. Yep. Quick vamp. Uh, oh, wasn't that I scene got it. crazy? That, that, other that, scene? that other scene? No. Okay, we got some subs. I need to shout it out. Thank first off, so all of these are, again, first-time subs. I think it's a lot of people who are coming from YouTube and TikTok, so thank you very much. So yes. we've got Carnage with a sub. Boom. We got Speedy86 with a sub. Speed. We got Spirit Ring with a sub. I oh. hope I'm saying that correctly. And AMW Glasses with a sub. Oh, thank, thank you, guys. Thank you all Again, so very much. if you weren't here for the beginning of the stream, I'll do a Zoom recap. We're so, so grateful for some of the new oh. people watching and, and, and <laughs> subscribing and all the good things. And bidding. And bidding. And bidding. Is there a Thank you guys so much. Um, once again, thank you guys so much. Keep commenting snarky yes. things on the videos. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, I look over we and people are them. like. <laughs> <laughs> as they complain about Sephira's rolling, which oh, it's so a few bad. couple of episodes it's where people so are like, abysmal. What? It's really sad. I want someone to run like I need stats glasses. on who the best roller is. It's not. Us. It's not us. We are. I think. It, no, I, I think statistically I think that statistically we are the worst by default because we roll so poorly. It's not that you roll Sephira well. Sephira has made well. the most best. rolls. Also, you think Erland's made the most? Yeah, rolls? I think so. Well, yeah, yeah, with all I of your I little so. fisties and stuff. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not talking, I'm not talking about tack rolls. Oh. I mean, like, so skill rolls. Roll. Like, yeah. every yeah. other moment, you're like, does that seem true? Does that seem yeah, true? a lot of insight checks, true? a lot of uh, conversation. If the DM gives you plus five on insight, you're going to use it. That's Come true. on. You don't have true. plus five. Yes, he yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. Insight. That's why but he does that all the time. plus five on insight. No, dog. But all of that being said, thank you guys so, so much. We really, really appreciate it. And we're so excited to continue this campaign and begin the next big part of the campaign. Keep an eye out on social media for, um, we'll probably post some of the character art probably prior to, we'll see. We're not. It's It's not finalized yet. So you're right. I shouldn't promise that yet. But it's really great. um, And 
join us on our social media. The Discord as well has been yep. set up with homebrew uh, yes, related stuff. Posting yes. that soon. Yeah. Yes, homebrew stuff. Huh? And I haven't posted the Discord. I don't think it happened. I did. I think it was. Oh, it's up there. Yeah, it's up. It's up. Great. Um, there will so be homebrew stuff. Yeah, we'll be adding to that over time, like with glossary of terms, like things in anti so you can be like, "Who the hell is that?" Oh, there's a there's currently I'll a sub probably, like only chat oh, room yeah. at the moment hasn't gotten set up yet, uh, so don't don't sweat it. You're not yeah. missing out on if any. If you can't get into that, it's not because we're purposely. It's because it doesn't yeah. exist. Don't really know how Discord works. <laughs> <laughs> we're like it's all of the subs except for Beep Boop Four Twenty or whatever. Oh, because <laughs> they have their own. They'll have their own. Special one. <laughs> um, have an amazing night, everybody. We will see you next, next week, week, same time, seven o'clock. Have an awesome week. We'll see you then. Good night. Bye. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil on Tabletop Notch. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend or leave us a review on the podcast app of your choice. There's always room in our party for more adventurers near and far. Until next time, as the Ackley Elves would say, your presence is a gift.